Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day. Boxingboys.com. I took my L and I bounced back. I'm done with fucking music. Done with trying to learn the sweet science. It's war. It's just straight war. As it stands, stop listening to the bullshit as it comes from me. He's got to come out here and try to take this dude's head off, or we we got a rematch on our hands, man. I hope they can learn from my situation and not give up. Like, stay strong, like. Man like me don't make no excuses. My boy Chisora said I can win. He's a savage. He's an animal. He's a different breed of person. It's not like us. Why is he ducking George Foreman? He's already a tramp. He ain't no champ. Round here driving, making a business out of it. I'm a champion. I fight everybody every month. All of them. Bond on. Theboxingboys.com. I kept telling he had no punch. He couldn't hit. He's swinging like a sissy. He's missing. Let me see your box. I hadn't started dancing yet. He talks too much. He's ugly. He's pretending I'm the true champion. Fury's the name. And fucking fighting's the game. His heart's rattling now. His balls have sunk up inside of him. There's a man here that's going to annihilate your daughter. Theboxingboys.com. The heavyweight champion of the world, the greatest fighter that's ever lived, ever laced a pair of boxing gloves on, ever stood in a boxing arena. Me, the Gypsy King! Fury <laughs> under the hands of Sugar Hill is just a different beast. He's a different monster. Joshua's a coward. Who's ex a pussy and Dylan White don't want to fight? So if you can prove me wrong, get to fucking fighting. These are all coward bum dossers. I'll annihilate the lawyers and destroyers. Submit yous. Tap you bitches out. Fury's just too intelligent. When he has to box, he boxes. When he's got a triple jab, he triple jabs. If he holds a handful of stones and throws them at me, he may have a chance of landing something. <laughs> check in, check in. Joshua, where are you? Where are you, AJ? AJ! Dylan White, bitch. Wanna see you? You've got to fight me anyway. Supernatural strength. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ye
smash your face in too. There's not one thing you can do about it. <laughs> what up, what up, what up, what up? Good morning, TBV, and welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Boys Radio. Today, we're going to be doing previews and predictions for this weekend's big fight. Tyson Fury, obviously, in a big crossover fight between boxing and MMA. Not that a lot of our hardcore listeners care about that, but we should be caring about that undercard. That is quite a sexy undercard. It's been a long time since we had an all-out heavyweight affair. And, uh, you know, this undercard is mainly the reason I'm watching this exhibition which is said to be a real fight between Tyson and Ngannou. But no title was on the line, just the lineal belt. So, you know, take that how you want. I'm more interested in Fabio Wardley and David Adelaide on the undercard. I'm more interested in Joseph Parker, who will be taking on Simon Keane on the undercard. I'm more interested in the undercard. But I have certainly gotten myself excited for Tyson Fury. I've watched a lot of the shoulder content. They're doing a great job promoting the fight. I watched the face-off last night, and, you know, he sat right in front of Ngannou and let him know that he's going to knock him down or knock him out. He's going to walk him down uh, behind some 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 serious stiff jabs, and he's looking to do the one-two right hand to the face. Put him out. Put him to sleep. And when Ngannou said, bro, we can't believe anything you say. You, 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 you're a playful type of guy. He said, look, I told Wilder I was going to fuck him up, and I was going to knock him out in the second fight, didn't I? And he turned to Fram and, and, asked, and Fram to say, yeah, you know you did, and I didn't believe you. And he's like, well, that's what I'm doing. So that has me a little bit intrigued. Like, is he going to go ahead and do this guy dirty? Show the world, like, this guy doesn't belong. This sport is the greatest sport. That sport is for dudes that like to run around on the floor. And I'm hoping that's what Tyson does. But I know that you're looking at my beautiful Jesus Ramos shirt and you're saying, damn, Ness, that shit looks fire. It does. But check out the back. Wait. So it's also, it's also a double side. For the price of a normal shirt, double-sided. You know that costs more when they do extra printing and stuff like that. Shout out to Jesus Ramo, El Mono. Shout out to FTWR brand where most of the shirts I wear come from. Most of the shirts I have, you can get getting 15% off going to FTWR. Not only do you get 15% off TBV's merch because you're a listener of the greatest show on her, you also get 15% off all of the merch that's there whether it be your favorite fighter, a new guy, or TBV itself, you can definitely get 15% off using our link and our code. Um, I'll get that exact code because sometimes it's TBV, sometimes it's the boxing voice. And what I mean by sometimes is different um, people we deal with. But this code is code the boxing voice. Code the boxing voice to get this beautiful Jesus Ramos shirt. Hopefully, Jesus Ramos bounced back after the loss to Erickson Lubin. Uh, and congratulations to Lubin. Uh, I know he's holding feelings. He, he, he said, I don't know shit about boxing because I saw Ramos winning. 
His trainer no longer talks to me. It's crazy, this sport. <laughs> you know you're better off just watching it in your house, not saying anything, the way these dudes catch feelings and shit. Um, but this morning, we're looking for previews and predictions, you know, to get more people upset and have more people not want to fuck with us because we didn't pick them or we did pick them. That's how it goes in this sport, you know. Uh, the most masculine sport in the world, yet they're the most emotional creatures in the fucking world. And that's why they don't like me, because I tell the truth, you know. Other people won't tell you that they're little crybabies and that they text you to tell you, you ain't shit, you picked against me, don't talk to me ever again. Uh, you'll never get an interview. Like, weird shit like that happens in this sport. That being said, let's get to the card. Yes, sir, let's get to the card, you know. I will keep exposing these fraudulent people uh, because it's sad. It's sad, you know. Any other sport allows you to, you know, pick a winner, pick a loser, laugh at the winner, laugh at the loser, Gloat, celebrate, all that. Boxing is the only sport where you got to coddle a fighter. He's a fighter. He's a warrior. He's a gladiator. As soon as he loses, no, don't say anything bad. Don't do that. They're Mr. Sensitives after they lose. It's, it's pretty strange. I don't, I don't know. We need some, psycholo some psychologists to get in their minds and understand that. How can you be so tough and want to fight and then all of a sudden cry? But, but, let's get into the fight. So, it, 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 it's funny because the Tyson Fury fight isn't on box rec. So, hopefully we can find the fight via Fabio Wardley. Or is box rec all right, like, totally, you know, ignoring the fight? I'm, I'm in the entire card. I'm a loss. Uh, when I go to Fabio Wardley, he's also not listed on BoxRec. I don't know. I wonder if BoxRec is beefing with Frank Warren or something. It's so weird. Um, but let's just go to, I guess, Frank Warren. He should have the fights on a nice little... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Graphic image, right? Here we go. Shout out to Warren doing his job. I have no clue why BoxRec is disrespecting this card. But, um, you know, you got the main event, which will start, I guess, backwards. Because uh, save the best for last, right? So we got um, a fight that I don't know anything about. Duran Jr. and McGon. I'm not even going to Google Duran Jr. to see is he really the Duran Jr. Because in the UK, they just got a lot of fake names. You know, they got their own Muhammad Ali's. They got their own Tyson's. And they got their own Duran's. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'll watch them when the fight starts. Uh, Atama, Moses Atama, definitely interested in him. Um, I'm trying to get a gauge on him because I'm betting him. He's, he's always a, a betting favorite. 
So you don't really make any money. But you can slightly make a little more if you knew the outcome. But, you know, he's he's brand new. So and he's only 18. Maybe he's 19 now. So, I, you know, I'm not doing anything but trying to learn more of Moses uh, and excited to see him fight again. Uh, that being said, the next fight we have is one I'm interested in because Arslan uh, Makhmadov is trained by Mark Ramsey, who is the trainer of Arthur Betterbeev, was the trainer of uh, David Lemieux, and pretty much any big-name Canadian Mark Ramsey, you know, he's got, uh, what's this other puncher that just dropped, just came around? Uh, fucking hell. I'll check it. It's, it, fuck, I can't remember. What is that name? Christian Mabilly. So Christian Mabilly is also trained by him. And, uh, you know, I'm interested. Outside of the trainer drawing interest for me. We we have to remember that uh Arslan Beck Makhmadov was signed to top rank and he was scheduled and even fought on an undercard of Jared and they were supposed to go at it. Don't know what happened. I'm pretty sure it's because Arslan Beck didn't look good on that undercard. Um and 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 maybe this is why he's in there with this guy who doesn't look like much. But we'll be paying attention to see his skills because I believe he's an obvious opponent for Jared Anderson. He could end up with Simon Keane, Joseph Parker winner, because Simon Keane is signed to top rank. Takam is signed to top rank, so he could end up you know, in that fight, if maybe Takam beats Bacoli, which is another fight I'm super interested in. Obviously, Bacoli has a loss to Hunter, but a win over, a bounce-back win, let's say, right? Because after he lost, he beat heavily touted uh, Tony Yoka, who was trained by Virgil Hunter, right? Obviously, Virgil wasn't there for that loss, but... I think he was. You would have to check my interview in the in the in Blue Wire. Uh, we certainly asked Virgil about that, but nonetheless, interested. If you want to be more invested in Bacoli, he is also Junior Makabu's brother. Makabu that was gonna fight Canelo. Makabu that is scheduled to fight on a Don King card. I think November fourth. Makabu that's a two-time WBC champ. They are brothers. Um, so that's more reason to be interested in the fight. Then you got Carlos Takam. He's common opponent with Joseph. I mean, with uh, Anthony Joshua and a bunch of others, right? Takam's been around. Not to mention he was the lead sparring partner for Francis Ngannou for the Tyson Fury fight because he's also trained by Dewey Cooper, who is the trainer of Francis Ngannou, right? So then we move forward to Parker and Keane. And it's a crossroads fight. For Keen, he's a prospect needing that name on his resume. And for Parker, fuck, you lose to a prospect, it's over. It's just, I mean, it doesn't have to be over. 
right? Like you can keep fighting after losing to a prospect, but you'll be put in there with another prospect and you'll be used as someone to build the name of another person. But if, you know, if you're okay with that, you can keep fighting. Obviously, Chop Chop Corley is still fighting, but a guy like Linares retired which would be the same situation that Joseph Parker would be in at this point if he loses to Simon Keane. He might end up as the next opponent for jo- Justice Hooney or, fuck, whoever is an up-and-coming. Uh, Moses Atama's on the undercard. He might end up being an opponent for him in a couple of days or months or years if he loses this fight. So he's in a crossroads fight that he really needs to get shit on track. I feel like Joseph hasn't had a decent solid win that I can remember and I stepped away from the computer so I can't even use box rec so it's like I don't remember a decent win if he's gotten it it wasn't memorable Um, so you know hopefully this is a good fight and uh, I know Joseph. I'm more invested in Joseph. You know, he invited me to his house, and we spent time together. I did, you know, TBV, uh, all angle, uh, you know, in Camp Life episodes with him. You can check him out on our YouTube. Um, shout out to my guy, Enrique Church. And uh, I'm invested in him, so obviously I want to see him win. But I'm also invested in the fight itself because Simon King is a new player. And I love new blood. And if he can make a statement in this fight and give us a reason to back him as a Canadian, I'm cool with it. I want it to be done. I actually want to see him do it. If he can. But I know Joseph is good, you know. He's a good jabber. He's a good boxer. He gets sparring with fury. Not sure about this particular camp, but they've sparred so much um, that they've, you know, said they would never fight. Um, but because they're such close friends, I don't know how well that sparring ends up being in terms of beneficial for 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 uh, Joseph. Again, I just haven't seen him looking good in so long. Um, so again, I hope this is it. For him. I hope this isn't a performance that puts him back in the eyes of boxing fans and, and has them wanting him in big fights because if he loses, fuck. I don't know. I'm not sure that he continues. Not everybody likes to be a journeyman. Not everybody wants to be used to build the prospect's resume. So, super interested in that fight. Super interested in that fight. But then the co-main event, which is really the main event of the real boxing, right? Because, you know, some of us don't just don't think Nganu is that, let alone some sort of test for Tyson. Uh, so the David Adelaide taking on Fabio Wardley fight, that that's the fight I like. Fabio Wardley... Is uh he's a get it out the mud type of guy. That's the true definition of getting it out the mud in the sense that he was one of those prize fighters. It was like, you know, it was like our version of tough man. And, you know, he won the tough man. 
and then he just he just you turned that into becoming a fighter. Um and here he is, you know, uh continuing to beat, you know, boxers that have been dreaming of being boxers all their lives. You know, he took an opportunity and ran with it. So um he's an interesting character because he's the type of guy that when he gets hit, he wants to hit back. And um that could be bad for him, especially with uh a guy like Adelaide, right? That he's got real power. What I don't think oh shit, shit. What I don't think uh he has is the skill of Wortley. Like Wortley's more athletic, um, probably lighter on his feet, and 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 Adelaide is, you know, a bulky, big, muscular guy. Um, but he gets the job done, Adelaide does, but he's also stepping up. Truth be told, right? Like, Wardley has performed better than Adelaide, but Wardley's been hit by everybody he's fought, you know? But that is what activates him. But, you know, getting too active or emotional when you get hit and wanting to hit back can cause a, pro- a fighter problems. This is a good fight. It's a solid card. It's a solid card. This is how you sell a pay-per-view. You know, the main event should have been better, obviously, because it's a pay-per-view, but because the main event isn't for everybody and it's more for the casuals, by stacking this with recognizable heavyweight names, they've appealed to some hardcores because these are hardcore names. Regular, maybe American Boxing hardcores don't know Wardley, David Adelaide and Fabio Wardley. They probably don't know Simon Keane, but do know Joseph Parker, but might not know Joseph Parker. His biggest wins are, or fights, should I say, are fights that took place on UK soil. So you might not know Parker either. Takam, same thing. A Frenchman, biggest fight with a UK man. You might not know him. Another, same thing for Bacoli and same thing for uh, Makhmadov, Oslinbeck Makhmadov. It's just like these dudes aren't popular. They're just not, you know. But it's a good-ass card. And if you pay attention, if you're American and you tune in on ESPN via pay-per-view, plus you... We'll see some decent fights, if that's what you want. These are some decent heavyweight fights that will all pretty much move the rankings. Um, But this is the previews and predictions. So, predictions, Tyson Fury for the win, Fabio Wardley for the win, Joseph Parker for the win, Bacoli for the win, Mark Madoff for the win, Atoma for the win, McGann and Duran Jr., I will just be learning with you. What time does the card start Las Vegas time? I will find that out for you in just a bit. I know that Top Rank sent me an email, uh, so I'll get that in just a bit. 
Uh, we are taking callers. If you want to give your predictions, feel free. Remember, without you, there's no me. So if we don't get callers, show's done. It is previews and predictions. Um, I've given you my prediction, not specific. If you want a more in-depth prediction so that you can make a bet, your uh, best choice would be to join our betting crew. You can do that here on YouTube members or via our Patreon. Uh, we've been very successful week in, week out. Um, but keywords and the slogan of the show is you got to listen to the show, not just copy the picks. Um, that being said, it looks like the broadcast is live on top rank and ESPN plus pay-per-view at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific standard. Lord, we're going to have a long day because this fights on all networks. Um, so that's starting at 11 Vegas time for the, for the gentleman that asked. Excuse me. That is, uh, very early, bro. Fucking hell. I got to get the Hardeen like 1030 to set up and go live. And honestly, I don't want to miss none of these, bro. Uh, maybe the first one to Duran Jr. You know, I don't really know that dude. So that's one is probably okay to rewind. But, uh, you know, Fabio Worley, 16-0, 15 KOs. David Adelaide, 12-0, 11 KOs. And this is what we love about the UK boxing scene. They don't do that funny shit. They don't tease you with the Keyshawns and Frank Martins and Schofields for 20 years. These dudes actually fight before they win world titles. They not waiting. They not talking about when the money's right because the money's always right because why they sell tickets over there. People actually care about the sport. So when Billy Joe fights James DeGale, these motherfuckers sell 13,000 and they 10-0 and 11-0. Look at Fabio Wortley, you know, a fucking, the equivalent of our tough man contest turned pro at 16 and 0, taking on a true boxer, true puncher that's 12 and 0. Like, America rarely sees this, you know what I mean? Uh, Simon Keene, he's 23 and 1, you know, going in there with a vet. That's what you want to see. This is good matchmaking. Oslin Beck, I feel like they are sidestepping him because, like I said, his performance ain't look good. So maybe this is just one to get him out because I never heard. I, let me look. Let me Google Junior Anthony, right? Maybe I have heard of him and it's just his picture is not great. But I feel like this dude is going to be someone that's moving up in weight. He doesn't look like a heavyweight to me. But based off his box record, yeah, look, I'm nasty. I'm fucking nasty. Look, based off his box record, I was right. Fuckers are cruiserweight. And that's only, all we had was a headshot. But I could tell from his fucking headshot, Homie wasn't a heavyweight. He started at cruiserweight. Let's see, did he go lower? Yes, he was a light heavyweight. Light heavyweight, moved up to cruiserweight. Now he's fighting that heavyweight. He's a journeyman. Uh, he's got two wins. Oh, shit. But he, let me see. Is this Bryant? 
Okay, that is the Brian Howard that lost to a Jogba. So he got that win on going for him. And remember, we know Brian Howard because he fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin, Negron. He got an upset knockout over Negron. So he beat Brian Howard. Okay, he beat Kobe too. This is a common opponent with my man's in Philly, uh, left hook dude. What the fuck is his name? Uh, Joey DeVeco. Damn, man, he's going right in there off of Laws versus uh, Grug and Hovenesian, who, law, who won versus my other man, fucking Polite Coffee, right there. See, this is all relative. I love clicking on a box rat that has meaning behind it. So we just go back to the original. And Junior Anthony White, not the greatest opponent for Oslin Beck because he's a cruiserweight moving up, so it's, it's another soft touch. They just feeding him until they feed him to Jared. Um, but yeah, phone lines is open if you want to call in. The number to call, 1425-569-5241. Tyrone the Great, salute with the $2 super chat. First super chat ever. He put two looking emojis. He says, I'm watching. Choose wisely. Remember, Tyrone the Great has took it upon himself to write down everyone's preview and prediction, and then he will call back in on Sunday and let everyone know before I take calls who has to admit to their crow and who gets to celebrate. So shout out to Tyrone for taking us back to our roots because we certainly were known for giving crow uh, every week, and we want to get back to that. it makes the show fun and lets you know who's good at picking and who's not who's who's just just talking you feel me but let's go out to some callers after these words now remember i need you to always if you haven't already done so drop us a five-star review it's going to help with the visibility it's going to keep us number one on itunes making us the greatest and the biggest boxing podcast in the world your five-star review will be read here even your one star if you're a fucking hater. You know what I'm saying? Salute to all my truck drivers. Stay safe on that road. You know, get yourself a set of Kenichi beers. We're actually doing a raffle today. If you don't have a Kenichi beer, a $15 cash app to the cash app will get you a virtual raffle ticket and we'll be giving out this set of Kenichi beers Sunday on our recap show where we... Do a weekend recap of all the fights, giving people an opportunity to call in and celebrate if they got the right pick. Also, call in and if they're frustrated, like last week when, when Rocha didn't do what we expected him to do and some of us were upset, he blew our parlays. This is the platform for you to call in and voice that opinion. Uh, you might get ridiculed. You might get criticized. We might cheer you on. Who knows? Uh, that's how it goes around here. But... Phone lines are open, 1425-569-5241. Press 1 one time if you want to voice your opinion. We also got Discord available. Twitter Spaces is also available. And the landline is working today. So today's a good day. We got all forms of uh, call-in so that you can express yourself and voice your opinion. 
We're looking for your previews and predictions on this weekend's heavyweight card featuring Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou. Uh, again, I don't know if you guys caught the one-on-one, but uh, it, may, it gave me the feeling that maybe we could bet on Fury. Maybe this isn't going to be taken as a exhibition in Fury's eyes. And since it is going on his record, he's going to be serious. And, you know, I'm, I'm a guy that, you know, God has given me second chances. So I don't want to live in Fury's past. You know, I want to live in, in, in the moment and in the, in the present that he's created, which is when he says something, he's going to do it. In the past, we really couldn't believe that. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I feel like this guy is telling the truth and he's going to go for the KO and he's not going to play around. Like, he asked him, like, Francis, do you really think I'm going to get in there and dance around? Is that what you think? He says, you think I'm going to dance around and jab, jab, move, move? And uh, he's like, bro, I'm coming right at you. Chin down, tucked behind me, me shoulder, thudding jab, and I'm going to fucking clock you with the right hand. And I'm like, damn, he, he sounded pretty convincing. And then he doubled down by saying, turning to Frampton, like, bro, but di didn't I tell you I was going to do that to Wilder? He was like, you did tell me that, but I didn't believe you. He was like, All right, well, you better believe me now. You know, you better believe me now. But once again, we are doing a raffle for these Kenichi Beer headphones. We got a set to give away. So anybody that wants a set of these, remember, send the cash app to the Boxing Voice 1, T-H-A-B-O-X-I-N-G-V-O-I-C-E, number one, the numerical number one, or dollar sign, Nest GTO. Uh, these have crystal clear audio quality. They have a detachable and attachable mic for when you're calling in, when you're on that road, if you're a truck driver. But these are also great for gamers. If you're a gamer and you're into your Call of Duties and all, all those other things, then you can use the mic for the same purposes. But most of your favorite fighters, tank included, use these just to run uh, because they're actually good. As you can see, Danny uses them daily on the show whenever he's virtual. So uh, it's something that we recommend because we believe in the product. Also, because the owner is an 18-year-old amateur and the proceeds go to making sure that he is able to get to all his amateur fights and, and have a successful pro career. But phone lines are open. We're going out to the callers after these messages. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Jimmy the Kid, UK, what's up? Yo. What up, Jimmy? You hear me? Yes, sir. How are you? I'm good. And yourself? I'm good. So, this event this weekend, I agree with everything you said, except for the Wardley fight, where I think Wardley loses. Really? Because I... Yeah, man, I was at the media representing the Boxing Voice. 
for this event, and I just think I think Wardley's scared. I think Wardley's scared, and I think Tyson Fury's going to take this fight extremely serious. Um, but the media event was a bit of a circus. I feel like a lot of you guys. I've been doing so much research, and I feel like a lot of people have taken too much into the um, the uh, press conference, right? Like, everything I'm reading, listening to, seeing, everyone is like, oh, War Wardley looks a bit shaken from the press conference. Oh, Wardley uh, mentally lost the press conference. Wardley is, cons is, yeah. is, is thinking about the fact that he got knocked down in the press conference. It's like, I, maybe, maybe it's you guys just assuming that. I don't. I just don't think Wardley is is that is that guy. I don't think he's that good. But, I don't think he's but done. But he's fought better opposition than Adelaide. What has Adelaide done to 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 make you believe he's better than Wardley? I think his punching power is it's just it's just better. I think his punching power is just better. I think he's just but he's he got more. He has got, a knockdown. He's got more. He's got more dog in him. He's got more. He looks more hungry. Wardley just, I don't know. I don't, I don't. He seems to me like he's going to be another Joe Joyce. Listen, I'm, now, I'm, I'm not I was being a, sarcastic. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm trying to, you know, learn. Like, but isn't Wardley's yep. knockouts better than, 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 than Adelaide? Like, Wardley's knocked out bigger names. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's granted, but I, I, I just, I, I just don't see. I think, I mean, I think we watched him together, right? Was he fighting when you came and watched AJ? Was he on the AJ card? No. I don't know. I don't know. That was uh, AJ versus uh, Franklin. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I've seen him, and I, I just, I, I don't. Uh, I just don't know. I, I just see him as an... He's like another Joe Joyce. I was with Joe Joyce. I sat next to Joe Joyce at the media for the for the Fury and Garno uh, in London. And, and and he was talking with Wardley. And, and I just thought, you know, you guys are the same. Like, I, I, I just don't... I, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. But all the other predictions you but, said, but I fully agree this? with. But what about this? I fully agree with. What about this? You say he's another Joel Joyce, but Joel Joyce got like three or four, maybe even five good wins before he lost to Zang. Like, dude, we, write, we not, write people off. I know he did, loss. but man, Zang, he lost twice to Zang horribly. I know we're drifting onto another subject, but oh man i had an hour-long conversation with him at the press conference and he was telling me about how oh, he's gonna do this and do that and oh yeah blah, blah, blah. and bro it's just like these guys listen i'm gonna tell you how it is with british british boxers in all until you go to the states and you fight an american fighter or a mexican fighter can't really talk about world-class boxing and that's just facts that is facts. AJ tried it. Look what happened to him. Tyson Fury did it. And, you know, okay. Some say he lost the first fight with Wilder. You know, he, he, I'm telling you. And, you know, Billy Joe came to America to fight. It's, it's, it, it, these guys, they, they go up against someone outside of the UK and they just, that's it. It's game over for them. 
I know the Wardley fight is in the UK. That's different. That's different. Well, the, the, the all these fights are in Rada, so it ain't gonna be in the UK. Yeah. But it's under the BBC. Yeah, which I was listen, which I was gonna be flying out for the boxing boys to go out there, but because of the what's going on in the Middle East, I decided against this. Um, not that I'm really up for this exhibition kind of fight. I know it's not exhibition; it's an actual fight. But Tyson Fury's playing with us a, a little bit with his fights. I mean, who wants to see him fight an MMA guy? Not me. I'm a hardcore boxing fan. I ain't interested in no exhibition fights with no MMA guys. Rolling around on the floor for me ain't no thing. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. We've got the Usyk fight coming up, and that's going to be out in Saudi. We'll see from there. I mean, I think I think the Ngano fight, Fury don't go more than five rounds. I think he just plays with him. Ngano looks terrible. Absolutely terrible. I've seen all the sparring videos. Even at the press conference, he looked awful. It just, it just like, it just, it's, it's just laughable. But hey, here's what it is. I want to take up none of your time. So thank you a lot. And uh, everybody, subscribe. Thank you, and like the page. Thank you. Keep fighting thank the good you, fight brother. out there. Um, thank you. Yeah, man. Uh, just, just uh, for for people, you know. Keep in mind, let's keep this answer for your question to boxing. If you're a boxer, you don't call out the bottom, right? What does that mean? That's what are you talking about, call out the bottom, be specific. Well, if I'm Navarrete, I'm not calling out. No disrespect to Trees. Um, what's the guy's name? Oh my God, Albert Bell. Albert Bell. I'm not calling out. I'm Navarrete. I'm calling out Shakur. I'm calling out Devin. I'm calling out Tank. You know? So, uh, my friend, Abel, I hope that answered your question. We got. Hardcore dub. Yo, yo, hard audio. Straight on Discord, A Rod. He said it's fine with it's fine with uh uh C Dub, right? You 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 hear me fine? Yeah, I can hear you. On on Twitter, it was crazy. Uh, Twitter was sounding like you was far away, like in the mountain or some shit. Really? Yeah. For so I came over to Discord. You know, I, I like Twitter quality. Myself, but uh, yeah, I had came over here James because it was. Benitez, give me a text on how to uh how it sounds so I could you know handle that if it needs to be done. Yeah, I had yeah, put it James. in the chat too. So, you know, I was trying to look out. You know, uh -oh. you know, we look out for the quality of the show. For sure. Shout out TBG, smash that like button. It's free. You know, do something with yourself. This this hardcore shit, man. People may you know it got a very casual main card, but like you said, the undercard is um very very hardcore. I don't know what my man. My man said that um, who he said look like Joe Joyce. Wardley? No, not look. He said uh, he said he thinks Wardley is Joe Joyce, meaning he's gonna get you know at a level, the level of Joe Joyce. And what's wrong with that? That's what I said. How many good wins yeah. does Joe Joyce have? Boston fans are the best, aren't they? 
Like they just, I keep telling you, it's the boxing fans. It's him. This is what we talking about. And this, I gotta get on YouTube, man. Hi. Why do we not? Why do we not need? I mean, Park. I see what you're saying. People don't like to be a gatekeeper or um a journeyman. Yeah. But hey, we should encourage. We're not gonna. I, it's, we just don't need to say. We just need to watch what we say when we speak so negative about it. But you I, know, I, it's, I tried not to. I said. I, I said, you know, this is a crossroads fight. Right. If 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 Joseph Parker don't lose, he may retire. It, it's it, up it, to him okay. if he wants to have a career like Chop Chop Corley. Like or Gamboa. Or Gamboa, either or. But the, you're still being used for your name right. to build the next and, young fighter. And, and ain't that what we missing a lot these days? That's what we need. That's what we need. We need more journeymen. We need more names like that. We're not hoping for it, but if you lose, we hope you continue fighting and hope you continue building names for us. Hope you continue put, putting the ladder down for the young guys that's coming up to help build their names. That's what they did in the past, you know? So, um, like Gamboa, like the Linares, you know, Linares could have been retired. You know, he helped out Devin. He helped out, but you know, I, I can see where you can say that was on an, another level. You know, maybe that was for, um, no, Devin versus Linares. That wasn't for a belt, was it? Which Linares? Which uh, Devin versus Linares. I don't, I don't think that was. For, what do you I think, no, 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 there was. No, there was a mandatory. There was a challenge. Yeah. So, there was championship level, but um, he still, you know, fought long enough and lost. And he wasn't a journeyman or a gatekeeper. But, uh, yeah, Gamboa was. So I, we need more Gamboas. We need more Gamboas, man. I think Bacoli is going to win. Talkum is tricky. Talkum can give him a – Talkum can upset him. But I think Bacoli going to win. You, you say Parker is fighting somebody at King. He's older than – that guy's older than Parker. Yeah, but he's, you know, fresher in oh, the sense he ain't more, got the losses or, or, or had the toughest fight. Like, he, he hasn't fought the level of opposition of Parker. Got you, got you. Yeah, I think Parker's gonna gonna take that one. He may stop him, but uh, cause Parker is, you know, that level that's he right there. He 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 can't beat the champions, but he's going to beat everybody before the champion. So he, he he's there, and he'll get a champions a tough fight. So anybody else that's not on that level, I don't I don't see beating beating Parker. They just, they just have to show me. I have to believe it. You know, Parker is a good boxer. He just uh, the championship level. He he loses the fight. Um, yeah, but other than that, hey man, it, it is what it is with MMA. It shows people casual. If you say MMA and UFC is only rolling on the ground, man, watch. I, I implore you, I encourage you to and watch Max Holloway, and you're gonna see how casual you sound. Is no going on the ground in his fights. He's not trying to go on the ground. He feels that that's what I'm trying to tell y'all to watch. If you're a boxing fan, watch. And I don't think uh, Ngannou got a chance by by any means. I mean, he he got a puncher's chance, but uh, it's very slim, about zero point seven, some shit like that. But um, yeah, watch Matt Holloway, man. Watch the strikers. They feel just like you all do. They don't want to go to the ground. So anybody that try to take them to the ground, they're trying to stand up real fast. Matt Holloway, Conor McGregor. These are guys that ain't trying to stay on the ground. There are many other names, but I just named those because those are people you all know and that you can see. It ain't no rolling around. They, 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 somebody that's trying to beat them may roll around because they don't want to stand up with them. 
but they're trying to get it back up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, Max Holloway, you know, go check him out if you want to look at boxing and the MMA and not somebody rolling around, as you would say. Shout out TBV. Smash that like button. It's free. Do something with yourself. Yeah, I'm not getting why Twitter is not fucking working because uh, I certainly ran tests on it and we can hear audio coming from Twitter, right? I'm going to just hopefully maybe I can do this. Anybody on Twitter, are you available to run a a test? Chad, you there? Can you hear me? Chad in Connecticut. Yeah, well, I'm going to end it and redo it because it's got to be something with Twitter. And I'll prove that. Watch this. With Shakur Stevenson. There this was is audio. A potential fight, right? You gave him an offer, but he that's, was only going to. That's audio coming from um, Twitter. So it has to be it has to be the spaces that uh, is fucked up. But I'm going to just try and do it again. Do a new space. Hopefully that works. In the meantime, you can use our landline or you can use our discord to uh, call in and voice your opinion. Make your prediction. On today's show, we are looking for your previews and predictions for this weekend's fights. Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou. Then you have Fabio Wardley taking on David Adelaide in a great domestic battle. Uh, You got Joseph Parker on his comeback. Hopefully, you know, he can stay in position. And... um, a bunch of other great fights. The Martin Bacoli fight is a good fight versus Tackham, you know, and 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 you got some uh, young fighters getting some shine as well. This afternoon we'll have Paul Crow and Vito Minalecki. They're both training with um, Houston's own Ronnie Shields, and uh, you know, if you want to ask them a question, we got. A post both on members and on Patreon for anybody that wants to ask them a question. Go ahead and drop that question. Also, we got a $15 cash app from Nate who sent his 15 for the Kenichi Biz. Remember, we're going to be giving out a set. We're doing a raffle. You can purchase a virtual raffle ticket to be in the raffle to win these Kenichi Bears on Sunday after this weekend's fights. We'll announce the winner. If you want to set, send the Cash App to either Cash App you see on the screen. Make sure it is spelt the way you see it on the screen because we do have some people that are naughty and they're trying to steal from TBV. Um, so... I redid the Twitter, and I see people connecting. I still don't know if that's working properly, though. Uh, but we're, we're, we are trying. Phone line is open. And if you're looking to voice your opinion, you have to press 1. I see quite a few people there. Remember, if you don't press 1, we won't know that you're ready to get on the line and talk to us. 
We're talking this weekend's fights, specifically and only the Tyson Fury card. We'll be doing the Amanda Serrano previews and predictions and other previews and predictions for any other fights uh, on their respected own show to keep it separate and easier for you to find and digest. Says host on X has no sound. Do you guys hear me on X? Do you guys hear me on X? We got a bunch of people joining, but no one has said that they hear me. Does anyone hear me? The audio is out, man. I can't hear anything. Well, I don't know. It's got to be a fucking Twitter thing, bro. I've already disconnected, reconnected a million times. A million times. And 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 I've showed that the audio is working coming from there. So it's got to be an actual Twitter spaces thing. It's been buggy. Um, I mean, the mic is on, brother. I, I could turn it off and on again, but the mic's on. That's what I'm saying. It's a bug. The mic's on. Let me know if that worked. I mean, I, I turned it off and back on, but it was always on. But Discord is available and the landline is available. Remember, if you don't call in, we can't, you know, continue the show. So I'm confused. I got some people saying unmute. We can't hear you. Some people saying we can hear you. I'm lost. Jay Indictment is requesting... Jay, you there? Jay. All right, hold on, Jay. Jay got his his show playing in the back. Jay, you there? Check, check. Fucking Twitter spaces, bro. Can't stand this shit. Restart the whole show. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Cause we good over here. We could we could definitely use the landline. We could definitely use Discord. You know, if Twitter spaces is acting up, I I I I don't know what to tell y'all, man. I mean, I've disconnected, reconnected. It's just not working today. Check, check. Yeah, I don't know. But looks like you guys don't care about this actual fight anyway. I'm not getting. They saying X is working. That's Huang out of Houston. So I'm going to believe you. But that mean, but you can hear me, Huang, but I can't hear you for whatever reason. Because, I mean, how do you hear me? But let's try Huang. Yeah, Jay Billy saying no working. Yeah, it's not working. Don't know. But we got Treese in Toledo, Ohio. What's up? Talk to us. What up, though? What up? Shit, shit, shit. Just, uh, you know, this, this topic I hear you keep. I had to call back in. 
every time I hear this shit, like I say, it's the closest we gonna come to the heavyweight tournament and shit like this here, you feel me? I like I like it when we get cards like this that focus on one specific weight class, you feel me? I don't know how I don't know how you be feeling about that. But when the car is focused on one weight class, I fuck with it because it seems like we get movement in that weight class and we can start setting up fights, you feel me, to get the, the shit to move along. But And I like to see that the heavyweight because it's like uh, that shit's stagnant. They need it. Everybody who at the top there is older. You feel me? They about to phase out sooner or later. But, uh, hey, I heard you talking about some they feeding Arslan and feeding the deer, but don't nobody want that Arslan motherfucker, bro. Like I told you. I seen him in the city, bro. He looked like shit. I don't want no parts of that. He looked like he be doing more wrestling than boxing, bro. I'm cool on that. We looking at uh, that Carlos Takam character. We looking at him. Joseph Parker, if he can get him a good dub, that'd be a win. You feel me? Send us over to the UK with Buddy, which is which the worldly now. We're going to see what he's talking about. Even I'm hearing niggas from the UK not even picking him. They not fucking with him in this zone. You feel me? And it's all uh, whatnot. So I'm on. I don't know. I don't know what to feel about the worthy guy. I'm gonna check him out though. Hopefully he don't get his shit knocked loose. You feel me? And he make a good prospect for Jared or something. Cause yeah, we do. We do need to start building that international profile for sure. Especially since we the. It seemed like we the the next great hope here in America on the heavyweight side. Hell, the only great hope here in America on the heavyweight side. But shit. Hey Ned. Holla. I got a question for you. You gotta uh this year I know they be doing awards and shit like this here. I know they I know fuck around got these awards coming up with like these fights of the year and prospects of the year and fighter of the year and all that good shit. I was wondering, like, uh who who is you who you got nominated for like a I mean I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hold you. Tim Zoo, that motherfucker as, as as bad as it hurts to say, bro, Tim Zoo looking like he front runner for fighter of the year, bro. He the only one who's been Yeah, he active fighting. He active, he, he active, fighting. He won him a strap. Yeah, got him a strap, defended the strap. And then he looking like he about to set up some action with Bud. So I ain't going to hold you. He looking front runner for fighter of the year for me. But I was just wondering, just out of curiosity, I was just wondering what you think about prospects of the year, fighter of the year, shit yeah, like that. Yeah, we, we, usually, we usually do polls and let our community vote. And then, you know, we present those fighters that the community voted for awards for those types of things okay okay say less well i gotta say this on this is my first year fucking with tbv but uh i'm fucking with y'all so shout out tbv shout out toledo ohio y'all know what the fuck going on y'all be cool appreciate you champ appreciate you um once again, number to call, 1425-569-5241. Press 1. I think this is Keem the Dream, but he ain't calling in so long. I got to double check. This is Keem the Dream. What up, Florida? Yo, yo, what up? Can you hear me? Loud and clear. All right, all right. You mean I ain't called in so long? I just called in yesterday, man. I mean, you but know, uh, you know I want to expand a little bit on what what C Dub was saying. You know, I'm a, I'm a UFC fan. Uh, let me say this real quick though. Engano has no chance against Fury. Everybody talk about the power. What was the power when he lost to Derek Lewis? What was the power when he lost to Stipe in the first fight? 
I mean, the guy, look, you know, one thing is having power, another is landing it effectively. Um, and we've seen him not be able to do that a bunch if you watch him in the UFC. You know, everybody talks about the Rosenstrike fight. Rosenstrike came straight at Ngannou, throwing wild-ass punches and, and left himself wide open to, to walk into something. You know, so I, all this power in Ngannou, you got to land it. You got to be able to land it effectively. And this is boxing. It's, it's just not going to happen. He does not have any chance. He never had a good gas tank. You know, MMA's five five-minute rounds. If you do the math, that'll get you into the ninth round of a boxing match, and that's it. Hence the reason Floyd stopped Connor around what round? It, it all adds up. And, again, Ngannou never had a gas tank in the UFC. I don't see him having one in boxing. He's getting destroyed uh, really easily. Uh, and, and that's what I was trying to say yesterday um, a little bit, and what C-Dub was saying is that UFC does not give their fans these great fights. They get shit fights, but they love it. They buy into the brand of the UFC. For example, this weekend's pay-per-view card was shit. It was a prospect in Chimaev fighting Usman on 12 days' notice, and Usman's coming off back-to-back losses, and he moved up in weight. Could you imagine if boxing gave us that, Ness? If boxing gave us Cambosis off back-to-back losses to Devin versus Keyshawn on pay-per-view, you think people would be calling in here excited? And bigging up boxing? No, they would be shitting on that fight. But UFC fans love it. They calling in here saying, man, I had to watch UFC this weekend because boxing ain't give me nothing. Meanwhile, that's what they watching is a prospect versus a guy coming off back-to-back losses. The main event was another guy stepping up and wait on short notice to a rematch he already lost. And then he got knocked out in the first round, and he lost their first fight. That's what they pay to watch. That's what they telling you, Ness, is these great UFC fights. You know, they watch. Uh, Masvidal versus Nate Diaz. That's a combined, like, 19 losses. That was a pay-per-view main event. You know, and then Nate Diaz versus Tony Ferguson. Tony was on a three-fight losing streak. That was a main event on pay-per-view, bro. You think boxing fans is going to call in here and big up them same type of fights in boxing? They're not going to do it. Like, they're going to shit all over it, but yet they'll say UFC is giving their fans what they want. Dana, fight, Dana White is giving the, the, the fights that they want. No, he's giving them shit. And they love it. It's actually pretty pathetic. Uh, most UFC fights are shit. It's just the fans love it. You know, Dustin Poirier versus Justin Gaethje. That's a rematch from years ago. Pay-per-view main event. And, and UFC fans are going to say, oh, these are great fights. They're really not. They're really not. They're not getting better quality fights in boxing. It's just the fans. They buy into the UFC. They buy into the brand. They love whatever the fuck they get. And they big it up. And I, I envy that in in because uh, in boxing, we don't do that. And boxing, all you go to boxing YouTube channels, all you hear is these guys shitting on boxing. But you go listen to MMA channels, and they big up every fighter. I ain't never heard Joe Rogan say an MMA fighter shit. He bigs up every fighter, how good they are. You know, so I envy that when it comes to UFC. But the truth is, they're not getting anything better than we getting. You know, I listen to guys want Earl and Bud. We get Earl and Bud, and then they say the undercard is shit, so I ain't buying it. It's like boxing wants to look for a reason to shit on everything, and it's it's really ridiculous. We get good fights in boxing, um, and, you know, it's, uh, I think, better than UFC, but it is what it is. You know, until boxing fans and the people that are boxing pundits that speak on boxing uh, actually start buying into it and, and realizing we're getting, you know, good fights and stop shitting on everybody because they lost one fight or they lost two fights. Like, look at Ngannou. All these MMA fans love Ngannou. I just told you he got, he got his ass whooped by Derek Lewis. He got his ass whooped by Stipe, but they don't bring that up. They just tell you how he's so powerful and so strong, and he knocked out Rosenstrike. You know what I'm saying? Like, in reality, he was 
Bro, he was ducking John Jones. Like, let's just keep it a buck. But, yeah, he can come to boxing and, and make more money than he's ever made in UFC, and these UFC fans are loving it. You know, same with Conor McGregor and everybody else. So, uh, you know, UFC does not give the fans the greatest fucking fights at all. I think boxing gets better fights. People just shit on them. Um, and as far as this weekend, uh, you know, shout out to Amanda Serrano fighting Friday, making history right here in Orlando. I'm going to try to be in the building for that. And, yeah, I got Fury demolishing Engano, bro. Easy work. He's got no chance, not even a puncher's chance. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I've seen him neutralized in his own sport. What the fuck makes you think he's coming to our sport to fight the best? Like, it's just not going to happen. He's, he's getting he's getting stopped. Um, and that's all I got, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, champ. Uh, phone lines is open, 1425-569-5241. Press 1 one time. We got CT's finest. What up? Cliff in Connecticut. Cliff, Cliff. Yo. What up, bro? I, shit, I ain't even hold on. I got this shit playing in the other. What up, bro? I was, you know, that shit working. I don't know. It got to be an X spaces thing. Y'all just heard Devin. That was via Twitter. I'm going to try one more time to set up another Twitter spaces. Freaking hell. Uh, Cliff, is you there? Oh, Cliff dropped off on us. Cliff done dropped off on us. We're going out to SDX Renzi. What up? Yo, Ness, shout out TBV, man. What shout up? out to you doing your thing once again. I ain't heard my boy Danny in the back, but I got you on Discord, so I, I feel like you scar solo dolo, Scarface no Manolo, man. So if y'all in the in the comments, make sure y'all hit that like button. But Ness, man, putting in that work. Um, Ness, I I I was really mainly calling in for the same thing the last caller called in, but I I thought at least in Ganu, based off he said five five minute rounds, I'm thinking. We could at least get a decision or to go the distance by Tyson, but damn, he just made me rethink everything that I was thinking. So uh I I really don't even know now. But I was hoping I I'm hoping that, you know, Fury go in there and box and possibly get it to go the distance, but he just shot me down with that. So I'm I'm back at the drawing board, man. Uh but he did have that I love that last caller, what he was saying about just the difference in between sports, you know, the fans really, we the ones that make, you know, either the sport grow or not. You feel me? If we shit on fighters, they don't want to fight. You feel me? If the promoters putting cars together and we don't like it, then it, it, we get less fights. You feel me? So at the end of the day, the best thing for the sport and us to grow is that, like he said, buy into it, buy these pay-per-views, support these fighters up the fighters and, you know, so that we can get more fights and keep the sport growing. If we don't do that, you know, we're going we, we gonna to continue to lose boxing at an incredible rate. So um, I think, like you said, crossover fights, to me personally, I think this is good for the sport. I even like the thing that we seen this uh, past weekend uh, with the Misfits card and stuff like that. I think this 
things like this will help the sport to continue to grow. It even upped me more with your idea, Ness, on everybody going to the zone because I feel like the zone, with, after what we've seen there, would be a good thing for boxing, period, when you got everything from casual. Okay, if I just want to see a KSI, uh, a Logan Paul, or, you know, them, them guys, you know, influencer boxers get in the ring, I can get it on a casual level. But then at the same time, I can come back and still – you know, be able to get quality fights of other top fighters. I feel like this this is a good thing for boxing. So, man, any way boxing continue to grow, any way we can continue to get good fights, I'm for it. Uh, that's my call, Ness. Um, I'm going to keep rocking out. Keep doing what you're doing. If y'all in the comments, make sure y'all hit that like button. If you haven't already, subscribe to that Patreon or YouTube members on the champ level. That betting show coming up. I know y'all want to make some money this weekend, man. Like I always say, Ness, one punch can change your life, man. Make sure y'all get into that better show. Get y'all some money with us. Shout out TBV. Appreciate you. Uh, Jose, are you there? Man, it ain't working today, boy. Twitter Spaces is dead. You? Well, that's not working. I don't know why. It's got to be a space thing, bro. It's got to be a space thing. Look, more audio. I'm just looking forward to and, and hope it happens. And, you know, I'm doing everything in my power to make That's it happen. Wilder's, you know, video. This is, it's got to be a spaces thing, you know? Is these inv what do you Investment. You, you sound smart to somebody. Um, but it's all good. We got the phone lines open. We going out to Rob in Vegas. What is up? It's going down, man. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Top of the morning, Chip. Hey, man. It's, we, I hear a lot of dudes, man. They're going to be, be discussing what, what Tyson might do. Come on, man. We know Tyson's MO in these situations, bro. We know how Tyson fight. Like when you seen if you if you watch Tyson Fury's fight, bro, you know what he's about to do. That wilder shit, I feel like that was the one off shit. Like I ain't other than what was that dude name that was like a cruiserweight? He pounded him out. Oh, who was that dude? Uh Steve Cunningham, something like that. Other than that dude, bro, Fury ain't knocking nobody the fuck out, bro. It's going distance. If you want to know, it's going to distance. Tyson Fury is a player round, showboat. Twelve rounds. Twelve rounds. The man is 280 pounds. He probably barely got 20 knockouts out of his fight. It's, it's that. Like, come on, man. It's not going to distance. I mean, it's not. It's not. Uh, ain't no knockout happening. Uh, I, I I was thinking if it was going to happen next, I was like, Ngano got to be the one to get it. But then the other day I was listening in, and you broke down so many points on, like, this fool being an MMA fighter and coming over to boxing and not being able to land. So I was like, he kind of right. Like, you, you be a sucker to bet Ngano knock Fury out. That'd be ridiculous. Like, so he ain't knocking Fury out. And like I said, his, I watched Tyson Fury. So I know he ain't knocking shit out. He's a boxing technician. So he gonna 
pity pad, slap him around. You gonna slap him around, folks. You around? Yeah. If you wanna watch another two hundred something pound grown man get slapped around, you know what I'm saying? That's for you. I, I disagree with dudes' opinion on the UFC though a little bit. I did wanna just touch on that. Like he was saying that what uh, one of the calls was saying like they give them shit fights and that's what they fuck with. Well, in the UFC, you don't have a chance to pad your record, so you can't be Keyshawn Davis. You can't sit up and pop all that shit to like a Frank Martin or Devin Haney and oh, a promotional company is hiding you, or we're not gonna see the fight because you need to marinate. Nah, Daniel White gonna throw your ass in there. <laughs> like, get in there right now. You think you're the baddest man? Oh, you think you cool with John Jones? You're 14 and 0. Get your ass in the ring with him, man. Oh, you think you're coming off of two losses? You think you could beat somebody? Get your ass in there with me, then. You see Izzy? Oh, you think you beat Pereira? You're the best? Fight Sean Strickland, then. <laughs> you go get your ass work, bro. There's no chance for you to go undefeated in the UFC. And that's what we need in boxing. Ain't no chance for you to pack that ring. They asking you we to... Expect, we we did. They asking you to get okay, out the sorry. bathroom so they can hear you better because, you know, you got an echo. So I don't know if you're in the oh, hallway okay. or something. Not an echo, no, but you know, know how it is. It's an empty room. room. <laughs> it's like an empty room. Hey, the chat undefeated get out the bathroom. Nigga, I'm in the garage sparking this RD. But anyway, though, yeah, man. Uh, you ain't no chance to pad your record, man, in the UFC. So, so that's that's a little more of what we clamor for in boxing. We wouldn't we wouldn't be on dudes' cases about losing if they were fighting the people we wanted them to fight, and then we had a chance to watch them come back. A big part of me watching boxing with my uncle was if somebody lost, we get to see what they do when they come back. It ain't about how many times you fall; it's about how many times you pick yourself back up. So we be a lot more receptive to that type of stuff. If dudes was a lot more willing to just kind of stand up, take your L, hold your L. You got you to gotta argue with dudes all day about this boxing stuff because they don't want to hold their L. They'll count a punch in 50 times because they don't want to hold the L. Like, if dudes just hold their L, man, it'll be all good. That's my call. I appreciate the time, as always. Appreciate you, Rob. Uh, if you're on our landline, now is the time to press 1. That's going to let me know you ready to rock and roll on Discord. Discord, we got Majid. Yo, yo. What up? What up? Um, everybody like the video, subscribe to the channel, join YouTube members and Patreon for some. Hey, Ness, I could get a quick rundown what they talking about because I heard some talking points, but I don't know if that was the topic of the show. Topic is uh, the whole card. We're doing previews and predictions for the Tyson Fury and Gano card. It's all heavyweights on the undercard. That's pretty much it. We haven't gone off of that. Oh, okay, okay. So I don't know shit about the undercard, you know. So I guess I'm on my casual shit, you know, this time. But shout out to them just doing an all heavyweight card anyway. I feel like that's the best way to kind of advertise future fights without spending any extra money because everybody in the arena and they get to see what the work look like you know so uh yeah that's what's up like last uh all heavyweight card i remember seeing was maybe that eddie hearn sends of the doom shit mm. um but yeah yeah you know i feel like always need to do that we got boots fighting let's get more welterweights on the undercard that type shit but uh 
I wanted to uh, say shout out to uh, King Bo Slice. You know, he calling in passionate about what he believes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when when it ain't no good boxing, you know, I might look at some MMA just because I like to watch fighting. I don't give a fuck if it's two dogs in the backyard. I watch that shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, yeah, I feel like Tyson Fury going to beat his ass. You know, easy work, big ass dude, big ass muscles. You know, that blood flow and that oxygen, major complications. He going to get fucked up, but he could thank the sport of boxing, the boxing guys for the check he about to receive. You know what I'm saying? And uh, really, the most interesting point about this shit is the people that they need to... You broke up, champ. We lost you. And he dropped. Um, hopefully I get this interview. Let me see if this guy is available. This is spicing things up. Just uh, communicating now. But if you want to call in, the number to call, 1425-569-5241. We got the $15 super chat from Eric for the Kenichi Bear raffle. So salute to Eric. Uh, you are now in the running for the Kenichi Bears along with Nate. So, salute, salute. My man seen the message. Is he going to say yes? Is he going to say no? Waiting on this. In the meantime, you can call in. Uh, Let me double check here. Trees, do you got a count? I'll see you back on the line. Shout out to Nathan and Eric, both in the runnings for the Kenichi Bear. Just writing that down so I don't forget. So I'm just trying to buy some time. I see you guys are whack and we ain't got no callers, but still trying to buy some time for this. Pretty fun guess, if we can get him. I mean, based off what he said, sounds like he's he, he's trying to bring some some pain. I said, yo, you got you free for an interview? He said, you and me, heads up? Let's make moves, sir. I truly have some conversations to hash out with you in a professional manner. I don't want to tell you who it is because then we get excited for no fucking reason, right? But he seen my message two minutes. Oh, here we go. Are we ready? Could I send you this link? Smash that thumbs up. It's going to help with the visibility of the show to put this episode in the eyes of real boxing fans. They actually watch boxing. Mr. Dennis Cooper, who says the topic not the greatest, bro. What do you mean? You got like 12 heavyweight fights. Or at least 12 heavyweight fighters. 
you know, um, how much better do you need it? You feel me? He needs 15 minutes. This is about to be the longest 15 minutes of my life. Watch it be. But I'm going to make a post for my Patreons so that you can ask him a question if you like. And since he only needs 15 minutes, I guess it's safe to say who's going to be on the show. And that person is none other than Regis Progray, trainer from the press conference. The one that made everything spicy. So he's available in 15 more minutes, so we'll be getting him on. I'm going to also make a post on Patreon for anybody that's a Patreon, anybody that's a YouTube member that wants to ask him a specific question and have me read it to him, letting him know it was you that had the question. The post will be up in a bit. Just trying to find the right picture to represent him. And I was hoping he had a picture of him and Regis like from the press conference. That ain't the case. He's definitely got pictures of Regis, just not next to Regis. But based off his Instagram, he's been working with Regis for some time. And I'm going to just pick anything now because, I mean, like, He's more posts his clients than he posts himself. It's going to be interesting to talk to him. He's certainly bodybuilding background based off this Insta. But we got to get to 735 Pacific Standard Time before we can actually get him. So bear with me for the rambling, but we're just trying to get uh, buy some time for Evans Tobler, who will be on the show in a matter of minutes. And uh, once again, if you want to ask him a question, uh, I will have a post on Patreon and YouTube members in a bit. Shout out to Alex Vega. Always working. Appreciate it. And the help. So we got our picture. Now we got to build our pose, baby. But uh, at least you guys get to ask a question, right? Cool. So we're just buying time. Like I said, Evans said he's going to be available in 15 minutes. That was at, you know, 720. So we're hoping uh, if everything goes well by 7.35 this morning, we should have him on the show and, you know, spice things up a bit. All right, almost there, almost there with my post. But if you want to call in, feel free. 
you could do so. Twitter spaces and Discord. Looks like we got Alex. What's up? Adrian on a check-in. Alex disconnected. Yo, what up? Can you hear me? Perfect. All right. I just wanted to uh, call in on the... Uh kind of piggyback off what Keem was saying about the, the the stamina of guys who come from MMA. I work with these guys on their stand-up, strictly boxing, uh, their punching, and trust me, their stamina for their sport is great. Their stamina for our sport is not that great. It is something they have to get used to. The pace of moving your feet, throwing punches, moving, moving your head, all the movements that we do that are subtle, that are specific to our sport, they get tired quickly. And these are guys who probably have better tanks than Nganu, um, are probably, these are guys who are in shape. Nesta, your height, eight packs. You know what I mean? Like they, they train all day, every day. These are dudes who, it's their job to train. Like I'm working with guys, they're, they're not going to Home Depot during the day. They eat, sleep, and breed training. And they, and they make their living besides fighting by, you know, training people to fight. So at the end of the day, like, yeah, that, that 25 minutes, that's a real thing. But also realize that the cardio in boxing is different than the cardio in striking in MMA. It's very different. And these guys tire out because it's two completely different types of cardio. So, I mean, I'm with a, a lot of the other people in Ghana who stands no chance. I'm going to be honest. I really don't even give the dude a puncher's chance. I think, you know... He just, <laughs> you're going up against the best in our sport, um, the best, one of the best uh, heavyweights in the era. Come on, man. I think it's great that we're doing the marketing and that we're going to build this fight up and people are going to make money and hopefully it gets eyes on some of these other heavyweights who are coming up and highlights a division that is going to need highlighting for the people coming up. But let's just not get it twisted. It's just like Floyd McGregor. Yeah. They hyped it up so much. They sold it so well that people thought McGregor had a chance. Fucking hilarious. I won so much money from all the idiots who thought, oh, McGregor, this or that. Then you got Skip Bayless fucking up there. Oh, and Mayweather's hurt hands and McGregor's going to crush him. No, he didn't. He, he took McGregor's breast punch, smiled at him, and stopped him when he bet on himself. I mean, come on, man. It is what it is. I think we just need to look at this as what it is as boxing hardcores is that, listen, this just puts eyes on our sport. It sets Tyson Fury up to fight Usyk, and it sets up these other uh, lower-tier heavyweights to move up the ladder, and that's all it is. Plain and simple. This is, it's a gimmick fight, and Ganu gets a nice check. Um, we all know what we know, and then the average casual fan or somebody who watches MMA can sit there and hope and pray that he has a chance, and they're going to build him up. Oh, he's the hardest puncher, man. It's all a narrative. It's all a business. It's all the, just a cash grab to grab money, you know, and we just need to take it for what it is. Man, that's all, that's all I really got, but like us who really work in boxing, like you, Ness, you cover boxing, I work in boxing. I train guys. I train guys who come from other sports. I train just boxers. I hear them all the time like, man, how can I get my hands like that? Well, you got, actually got to box. You're doing two different sports. It's two completely separate things. That's why one's a sweet science and one's mixed martial arts. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a mix of different disciplines. It means that you're not truly great at one or you're great at one and you get kind of good at the others 
okay? Boxing is the sweet science. That's about becoming great at one thing, using your hands, your feet, and your brain, okay? That, that's, that's it, like footwork and all that. So people just got to get out of their head. These are just great things. They market it well. Hopefully people buy it for the sake of boxing in everybody's pockets. But at the end of the day, we know it is what it is. It's just like when James Tony went over and fought Randy Couture in the, in the UFC. Come on, man. We all knew what was going to happen. Shit. I love James Tony. He's one of my favorite fighters of all the time. But he got his ass beat because he had no business being in that ring with that dude. But, man, that's, that's what I got, Ness. Appreciate you, champ. Appreciate you. Uh, if you want to call in, you know how to do so. Landline is available. And so is our Discord. Twitter spaces is just not working for us today. Bear with us. We'll try this afternoon, see if they do any updates. I should probably check the App Store, too. Maybe they got an update on Twitter. Uh, in the meantime, we're going out to Mama Lobo. What up? Okay, hold on. Buenos dias, Mama Lobo. Mama Lobo. Mama Lobo. Don't sound like she's available. Hello. One time. Anybody else on the landline, remember, you do need to press one at least one time to let us know that you're ready to rock and roll. Can you hear me now? I hear you now. All right. Good morning. Buenos dias. Uh, I was doing my best. Good night. I was doing my best. I was listening to your show yesterday about Mayweather. I held myself back. I didn't want to get involved. And now you're talking about another one that I didn't want to get involved with. Oh, my goodness. Who's that, Fury? You already know how I feel about Fury. <laughs> okay. Can you hear me? I hear you. I hear you. You already know how I feel about this. Yeah, you already know. And I don't appreciate Man, you know, I feel like this. You know, after you ha get done with that session of a uh, long, hard, whatever it is, fill in the blank. Whether you're working out, whether you're doing whatever you're doing, mm -hmm. and all you want is some refreshments, and you look in the cabinet, look in the refrigerator for some zuzus and wham-whams, and you just get disappointed. It's like, oh, come on, no Doritos, no Oreos. You just get disappointed. And this is how I feel about this particular situation. This is a waste of money mm. i appreciate the, the the other caller calling in talking about how in mma they're feeding them dirt they're feeding them crap and they're still eating it up that's what this is i'm not eating this up forget that i hope doggone and gano they say they don't he, he doesn't have a chance he only got a puncher's chance whatever the case is man i hope he closes his eyes and just swing for the fences like he beating up the bully in the place on the play on the playground i hope he just just close your eyes and swing. Just take your chances. You've already made your money. Money that real boxers that have skills that have been waiting for their opportunities could be making. 
And this is what I don't appreciate about Fury pulling in a swan in the ring. I don't appreciate that. This is a high-priced duck. He should be fighting John Jones, and I don't appreciate it. And I'm not paying for it because it should be free. Mm. Thank you, Ness. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Good night. Yeah, you know, I was almost, um, like, enticed to... I'm going to be honest. I really don't even give the dude a puncher's chance. I think, you know, he just... <laughs> you're going up against... Oh, she put the po the show on pause and then unpaused it. So, yeah, I was, I was almost... enticed to, like, be like, but, but the undercard and, you know argue why it's still a good card which it is still a good card but i get it it should not be it should be free so it doesn't matter how good the undercard is and how much i think it's going you know how much it means to the heavyweight division it's still a card that you're forced to pay for man and uh you know I don't watch those other sports to know if you guys get abused as much as boxing fans, but damn, it is tough to be a boxing fan. It really is. Average boxing fan, what up? What up? Good morning, bro. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Uh, I'm not too really too hyped about this. These heavyweights a lot. I'm more into the the green print that we're gonna see this Saturday between Oshaki Foster and fucking Rocky Hernandez. A good fight, but Oshaki is fucking going to enemy territory, bro. They're fighting in Mexico. I mean, this dude that he's fighting, fucking, he's a come forward. He's not no Ray Vargas. He carries power. And outside of that, he's fighting in Mexico. Uh, what do you know about him, bro? I know he was in camp with Haney. He got him ready to for Cambosos. Yeah, and, nah, uh, he's he's from out here. He spars a lot out here. Um, I know his manager. His manager is the same person that manages that girl Ibarra that that McCaskill yeah. knocked out. That dude stable is always pretty legit. He has yeah, pretty he decent fighters. He though, got Venado. He got Venado Lopez. Yeah, yeah. Venado Lopez is with them as well. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I, I was watching some interviews and, at the. the and, I know um, the kid got stopped I a while the, back in the first I'm, round. I'm pretty sure he got he got this kid. Rocky training with K Karoma and uh with Flick, Coach Flick. The yeah, trainers, I think he's done he's the, he's those, he did some training with the Robert as well. Robert and then uh I was watching an interview he did and uh he said Shakur had just called him too to get him ready for a fight. I don't know what fight. I don't know if he did go and get him ready for a fight. This was the interview that he did a couple months ago. And then uh, he said uh Tio too. Tio Tio was someone else that uh, had contacted contacted him for for some sparring. So it's a really good fight. Oshaki's gonna have to pull up and fucking perform his ass off to win over there, bro. Cause if it's close, I can see an upset robbery wise. I don't do Tyson and Ngannou, man. Ngannou, oh that dude is. I give him two, three rounds to look decent. After that, he's going to gas the fuck out, and Tyson shouldn't have a problem putting him out. Word. That's it, though. That's all I got for today, bro. Average boxing fan, you the man. Appreciate you. Uh, 
We got brand new caller in the 815, Illinois. What up? How you doing? What's up, champ? What's your name? Uh, Daniel Smith. Daniel, what up? What's up, man? I've been listening for a while, man. I just wanted to give you flowers, man. Keep up the good work. Sorry, I've been listening to negotiations with Mayweather Pacquiao. Wow, appreciate that, um, man. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just going to keep it simple on this fight. Uh, I think uh, the Engano guys is going to gas out. If he doesn't even have a gas tank in his own sport, he's definitely going to gas out in this sport. So I definitely think Tyson's going to get him out of there. Pretty simple. But make sure y'all hit a like and uh, subscribe. And um, nice talking to you, Ness. All right, appreciate you, man. Since Mayweather packed, that's what's up, bro. Shout out to him. Finally called in. Uh, if you're watching this in the future, the present, the past, hit that thumbs up button. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. It is time to wrap it up. I have no clue what happened to Evans. I mean, he said he was ready. I sent him the link. I don't have headphones, champ. I'm in a closed room. I mean, you should have been jumped on. Jump on. There you go. I was about to wrap up, Evan. About to be out. Evan, what's up, man? I thought you weren't coming on. I was about to leave right now. What's going on, man? You ready to get you ready to get this boxing on? <clears throat> Let's do it. Let's do it, man. So uh <laughs> how's everything, first and foremost? Oh man, I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. I'm blessed, bro. I'm I'm blessed to to be doing what I'm doing. And to be on this prestige boxing show, because I I like to hash out stuff with you, because <laughs> you, you 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 got to be the most controversial. I ain't never seen nobody interviews like you. <laughs> oh man, well I, I I'm gonna take that as a compliment, man. I do like to push the envelope. I like I like to uh, you know ask what other people won't ask. Mm -hmm. But um. Let's get some backstory, man. Uh, let's give the people a little bit of backstory about you because to a lot of us, we just, you know, you you made an impression on us during that press conference. And, you know, I, I drove all the way to Houston. I was in uh, Regis's last camp. I, I had no clue that you were working with him. Oh, so, really? Yeah, I even went to Oshaki's. I was in Oshaki camp, you know, for his last fight. Um, okay. I was there with Jiffy and all of them with with Trout. I went to, to to Main Street. I went to Regis' house. I ain't see you, so I'm like, damn, who's this guy? And uh, I'll be honest, you made the press conference. It would have been pretty lame had you not pushed the button. So I'm not one of the people that's mad at you. Right. I'm excited that you brought some life to it. But mm -hmm. we do want to know a little bit about you. Uh, okay. I did some Googling, obviously. Um, it, 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 it obviously says you've worked with fighters in the past. You you are, a, a, you know, a fitness trainer as well. I see from your Instagram, you train numerous fighters and numerous moms. So, right. yeah, let us know your start. Well, let me give you, let me, because the Hannes was, was kind of questioning who I was. And, you know, that, that thing was about Regis and the fight. But let me let me get them a little stat for they behind. Now, mm -hmm. I'm from Trenton, New Jersey. 600 oh, block, wow. Trenton, New Jersey, 600 block 
and my neighborhood ain't nothing to be messed around with. So the things that I said, I back it up. But now I was high school state long jump champion. I was all American in high school, top five in the country. I was collegiate champion. I went to college in Puerto Rico where I was collegiate champion in the long jump. Um, out of four years, we won three national championships. <clears throat> I've, I've been <clears throat> I've been among the top long jumpers in the world, jumping over 26 feet, 10 inches, some jumps at 27 feet. I was ranked top 15 in the world. And today I'm still among the two most, the top 250 jumpers, long jumpers in the history of the sport. So I bring something to the table as it comes, as it pertains to conditioning. Have, have I, am I a boxer? No, but I know the biomechanics. I know uh, time and speed for boxing, so I'm in my lane, man. I'm not just some guy off the street like they think. I'm, and I'm, I'm legit. I'm a decorated college champion, world-ranked athlete that's loving the sport of boxing. I love what I do, man. And I've been working with Regis his whole career since he started. I've worked with numerous, numerous of boxing of boxers here at the top level. I mean, I could, I could throw some familiar names. Uh, Jared Heard. I worked with Jared Heard. I worked with. Uh, I got an opportunity to go uh, to Saudi Arabia, and I ran uh, heavyweight from South Texas. Eric Molina, with uh, my man Marlon Johnson, gave me an opportunity. I think we, I think we opened up Saudi Arabia when Anthony Joshua fought uh, Ruiz for the second time. Uh, two-time Olympian Virginia Fuchs. Also, I work with, I start with uh, Freddie Rojas, upcoming uh, 147 pound. I think he was on your show and he was, and he said no, a little I love Freddie. I love Freddie, man. That's Freddie's my gonna guy. Get, he's going to he be a get that. He ain't get that. Not, I mean, he got the knockout, right? He got the knockout the last fight and I had fucking bet decision, I think. <laughs> but yeah, nah, Freddie's that dude, man. Uh, he 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 impressed me. I got to see him spar Carlos Adamas, and uh, b been a fan ever since. Yeah, I also worked with. You remember? You remember when uh when Kenny Sims walked uh Elvis Rodriguez down? Remember that okay. fight? Absolutely. I, the one I was on working, top rank. I was working with Kenny during that time. Him and Jared at the same time. So, you know, it's it's my time, man. God God going to make his way, you know, and I love what I do, and I love boxing, man. I should have been a boxer because in my sport of track and field, I couldn't do shit about the other guy jumping further than me. If I could have stood on the runway and stopped Carl Lewis from jumping, I would have did it. So I competed, I competed with the best, and Carl Lewis was the ultimate the ultimate mind blower. He'd come to a meet, man, and suck all the air out the damn room. But I competed with the top guys in my sport, man, and they still the best in history. So I'm qualified to do what I do, Mr. Haney. Shout out to you. Mm. So uh, you've been working with Regis since the beginning. Yes. How, how early is that? I think Regis had maybe four fights maybe if i'm not mistaken it's been so, over 12 it's been over 12 years so how'd you meet him well i used to do back in the day i was i don't know if you remember uh juan diaz three-time world champion remember juan diaz absolutely baby bull well, well i used to be juan's bodyguard and oh, wow. I, 
and I had a food company called eSmart. I used to make meals for Juan. I used to make meals for uh, Ronnie, Ronnie Shields, Kermit Cintron, all those guys at the gym. And I was, I remember coming to the gym one time and I was watching the conditioning that Juan was doing. And I was like, man, it's, you know, I think there's so much more that he could do, but he had already had a, a fitness, uh, a, a conditioning coach. And um, make a long story short, I would see all the amateurs coming in the gym or some of the young pros. And uh, one morning I was on a track working with some track athletes and I saw two guys running around the track and their form was, man, the form was horrible. They, I couldn't stand it. So I walked over to the guys and I'm like, they're you guys running form? It was running form was horrible. I, I couldn't take it. It was running 200 meters. They run, the form was all out of whack. And I was like, hold on, so listen, man, let me help you guys. I was like, you guys look familiar. And one of the guys was Pablo Cruz and the other one was Reese's program. And I was like, y'all go to the gym, right? And he was like, yeah. I was like, listen, if you need any help with your conditioning, I'll, uh, I'll help you out. And Reese said, well, you want to, we'll have our manager call you, uh, Jay John. And I said, cool. So Jay called me, shit, and the rest is history, man. The rest is history. I've been, we've been grinding since, man. So you posted Scrappy. Did you work mm -hmm. with him too? I, I didn't work. I went to gym with Scrappy. I, I've seen Scrappy come up from the, from from a, a show on HBO. I don't know if you remember that they had a football show on on HBO did a special, and he was one of the high school uh, standouts. And some year, like maybe a couple of years ago, we were at a wild card gym training, and I was like, "You're that kid, that guest." So I watched that kid struggle. Man, I, I just support him, man. I just support that kid. He works his ass off. Yeah, I mean, based off your post, it, it gave me the feeling that y'all worked together. And I'm like, damn, I wish I'd have known because I fucking bet Scrappy to go to decision because Bautista lasted 11 with uh, with Martinez, who is a puncher. And Scrappy, oh. he hadn't really showed us he was a puncher. Like, this is the first, quote-unquote, name he stopped. But this dude was moving up, and I ain't fucking realized that till it was too late. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, Scrappy a hard worker, man. He hard work and it's paying off. I just wanted to congratulate the kid, man. He he works his ass off. So yeah. um you started with Regis at four fights. Now Regis has been on record in numerous interviews saying he wasn't even getting paid. So Absolutely. uh what made you work with a guy that couldn't pay you? Man, because I saw something in that kid. Cause this is the this is the deal. When you it's Saturday morning. 8.30, you see two kids out there running on a Saturday. Who does that? Nobody's doing that, man. And 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 for the record, from that day until now, Regis Progray has not missed one single day of training camp when we start training. Hmm. It's different. And 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 the boxing, the boxing world, they just kind of overlook him. You know, and me being I'm I, he's like my son, man. You know, so I, I, I'm, it's personal when we get in there. And I'm not going to let people discredit him. You know, he, he's a, he's a, he's not really soft-spoken. He, you know, he a monster. But they haven't given, they haven't not given him his credit, man. And now, the world going to be surprised. It's not going to surprise me. But the world going to be surprised when they knock Haney out. I'm not going to be surprised. Now, obviously... You know, knockouts sell, mm -hmm. but uh, Haney's took in shots from Linares, who is a big puncher. 
three-time mm -hmm. weight division champ, mm -hmm. um, Loma multiple division champ, and, and has stoppages. Mm -hmm. Why do you believe Regis gets the knockout? Well, because it's a different level. It's a different level of punching. And most of those guys, most of those guys are very small. We know, we know uh, Lomachenko came up from what, 126, 122? You know, we, they don't have the punching power of a Regis program. He's a true 140-pound fighter. And Devin Haney, they, Devin talking all that shit about, oh, well, you know, I have, I have knockout power, but you, you, if you're so much bigger, you may, yeah, power's making weight. So that means you should be knocking people out. And on the real, the truth is that Devin Haney only had really four. I'm a, I forgot, I forgot Gamboa. Quality uh, fighters who actually are at almost at the end. Come on, we got it. We got it. We got Lenars. Lenars is 130 pounder. If you say you so you have a problems making weight, you didn't knock Lenars out. You couldn't stop him. You couldn't stop Gamboa. You, and if Jojo Diz would have been in better shape, I think Jojo Diz would have beat him as well. And then you go in and you you sneak one on Cambosis. Man, that's, I just told the truth, man. And and the, and the thing is, but but what do you mean sneak one in? That shit was like ten two, coach. Yeah, but I, I I still I still I don't think I don't think Cambosis compared to anybody that reaches as far. No one. You know what I'm saying? Like he 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 he's good, but he's not that good. He's not that good. Was it a good fight? Yes, it's a good fight. I'm gonna give credit when credit is due. Can Haney box? He can box, but his fucking chin is suspect. He don't have no chin. He damn sure don't have no power. And what they don't understand that he can go up, but that power if he don't have it, you don't have it. Now yeah, he's gonna get hit. This being your profession in terms of fitness. Mm -hmm. Bodybuilding, because I seen pictures of you. Mm -hmm. You was ripped up. I thought you was a bodybuilder and shit. The way you was looking. That's for fun. Uh. That's for fun. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot of uh, you know callers that call into this show that believe they know the sweet science, believe they know the anatomy, and they believe, right, in boxing when you're struggling to make weight and you finally allow yourself to go to a new weight. You could have newfound power. Obviously, he has to demonstrate that, but again, this is your profession. Do you not believe he will gain no power now that he has to not suck down? I don't think he's going to gain any power. Oh, wow. I don't. Because the bottom line is those, those are natural things, right? And guess it'll, it's like gaining, it's like gaining a, a pound of muscle. You're not going to gain. It takes a year, or almost a year and a half to gain a pound of muscle. What he's doing, those muscles are full of, full of uh, lactic acid. So when he sucks back down, he's going to be the same Devin Haney that fought Lomachenko. It really lost that fight. That's who he's going to be. He's that guy. And he can get big as he wants. He's still got to come down. It's only a couple of pounds. Reeves has his power from the beginning. And, it, and what we do, he keeps his power the whole entire fight. It's, it's not going to transfer. It's like it's like all these fighters. They got boxing is really far behind as it pertains to conditioning these fighters. Weight training does not transfer over to boxing. It doesn't help you. You can lift all the weights you want. There's a certain way to lift those weights to make this transferable to your punching power. And all those things, I got it because I lived it biomechanically, scientifically. You got to know that shit.
And a lot of these guys, they don't know what they're doing. That's the truth. Mm. So this is your coming out party in a sense because obviously, you know, you, you're going to be responsible for the conditioning. Mm -hmm. um, Devin is a mover, according to you and Regis. You believe he's going to move. So you have to have Regis, avail you know, ready to hunt him down, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Cut that ring off. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you believe Regis has been in there with a mover like Devin? Yes. Yeah, well, Zarilla, Zarilla was a runner. He ran. But the bottom line is we know exactly what Haney's going to do. And the fight's going to last 36 minutes. We will be ready for 66 minutes of, of fucking war. I promise you. So you, Regis, you feel it's going decision. You said it's going to last 36 no, minutes. If we have to go, but it's not going. It's not going to be in a decision. But physically, we're ready to do whatever. Straight out the gate, and then we don't get we don't get tired. I told Cepeda, I told I told Cepeda the same thing. I told him in his face, eye to eye, man to man. I said, "You tried this two times already. This not going to work. You're going to get knocked out." And it happened. They better they should have called me a prophet for that. All these fights, I called the Ndongo fight. I called all those fights because I trained this kid. I know what he could do physically. Now the boxing, I ain't got shit to do with that. He got the best boxing coaches on the planet. So that whatever their strategy is, I make sure that he's ready to go with so that do tank. You, do you feel that since you've gotten with him, there isn't a fight that a fight fan or a coach can look at and say, Regis was gassed? Never. He's never gassed out. Check out all the fights. Even the ones that went the distance. Even, even in the Josh Taylor fight when we started a little slow, those later rounds, he almost knocked Josh, Josh Taylor out in the twelfth round. Josh Taylor was tired. He, that fight could have either way. But those later rounds, we won those rounds. Now, it's funny you bring the Josh Taylor fight up because obviously T.O. was a smaller man moving mm -hmm. up and mm -hmm. surprised not only Josh Taylor, but surprised the world. I, I, I truly... Did not know he was going to be able to do that to Josh Teller. Being the smaller man moving up and wait, uh, why do you give Haney no shot at doing something similar? Well, because Haney's not, he's not T.O. And, and, and Haney doesn't have a chin. Okay. And, and, and Josh Taylor really, Josh Taylor really lost three fights. It was just a matter of time. He lost to Regis, Regis Progre. He lost to Catterall. And he lost, and this, this Telfimo Lopez, it was just a matter of time before he got his ass whipped. They was giving him fights, man. Catterall knocked him down three times, and he still won the fight. Come on, man. It's just like, it's just like Lomo when Lomo beat, beat D. Haney. Come on, Lomo, a little guy, and he was hurting Devin. He was hurting him. So he gonna get, he gonna get hurt, and we just gonna finish him. I know you said you're not a boxer, but do you think you're being honest by saying that Loma won seven rounds? Oh my God! Come on, come on, come on! You, I'm so just you, asking. You, you, you wait, seen from, him win from, seven rounds? From what I'm, what I, from what I saw, he beat Haney. Did he win seven rounds or more in your eyes? That is the question. That's the question. I says yes. My answer is yes. Okay. My answer. I, I'm. I'm gonna be real. I ain't see that.
I ain't, I know see, you, Loma, I ain't see Loma win seven rounds. It's almost impossible for that man to win seven rounds in that fight. Um, it's just hard. It's funny though. So, so I guess Regis Devin doesn't have to take the belt from the champ in your eyes, because now the shoe's on the other foot. How yes, much sir. does Devin have to do to get a clear victory? Because he's not a puncher in your eyes, so he can't knock out Regis. So Regis is the defending champion like Haney was. How much does Devin have to do to, to get a victory in your eyes? Listen, Devin can't do nothing. <laughs> he's not going to stop nothing that we are going to do. He's not going to stop nothing. What he's going to do is run, and we're going to stop that too. He's not going to stand a fucking chance. I'm telling you right now, you heard, he's not going to stand a chance. He's getting knocked out. The fight is not going. He'll get beat up and then knock the fuck out. It's not going 10, it's not going 10 rounds. I totally so, not. So I know Devin said that in the press conference about, oh, once I beat him, don't say that you was just selling the fight and all that. So... Obviously, no one thinks about what they're going to say if they lose, but have you given it thought if you end up being wrong? Because it is a fight. It is a fight. I, I don't ever think like that. There's not a lose. There's not a, there's not a, a lost thought in my head. Mm. I mean, not that, ever. that's a winner's mentality, I guess. It's the truth. I told the truth about, I told the truth about, about them. Also, let me, let me, let me clear something up. I hear people, let me tell you something. I'm from Trent, New Jersey. I've seen, I've seen guys. I've seen the real brothers from the real, what they call real niggas from the neighborhood, right? Now, he's he's up there calling me a bum ass nigga. I said, in my head, the real niggas, some of the, the real niggas, they locked up where they did. Be careful how you use that word. Also, I worked, I worked at a private school for many years coaching athletes. So guess what? Those kids, he he he's portraying. I'm not knocking a private school education. It's great, but don't come here. Don't act like you some street guy, bro. Walk around with like you tough. You're not tough. You're not that. You're not that guy. Can he box? That's okay. Be a boxer. Don't act like you got some. You got some. You you tough. You're not that tough at all. But don't fight and make you tough. Don't you pick up Moxie? The more you win, the more you spar. The 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 better you get. Isn't it natural to be confident and tough? Yes, that's that's where the delusional part comes in. Yes, you can be tough. Be tough in that ring. But don't come out the ring acting like you that dude. You that dude, you know, yeah, I got my, I'm, I'm this, I'm calling people bum-ass nigga. I'm an educated man. I got a degree. I'm educated, and I'm from the hood. If I need to be tough, I'll be tough. I got, I got some toughness for your ass. But guess what? I'm not going to be up there calling another man a bum-ass nigga. I could have said those things, too, because I lived that life. I lived that life. He didn't live that life. Stop acting like you lived that life, bro, because the dudes that lived that life, that's how they talk. Mm. So you took, offense, you took offense to him calling you a bum? Yeah, bro, he know he said bum-ass nigga. That's what he said. I could take him to the, I could take him somewhere where he calls somebody a bum-ass nigga, and they take his and they, they trash his ass. Be respectful, bro. Be respectful. And we already know that those words in our, in our culture have been used for so many different things. Be Devin Haney, the, the, the champion. Be that guy. 
Every rap, every rapper want to be a fighter, and every fighter want to be a fucking rapper. Running around with their pants down and acting all tough and doing stupid shit. Come on, man. Your daddy, your Haney, know about that life. That's why he felt. That's why he. That's why he put his son where he did. I'm not knocking that. I'm not knocking education. But don't get up there acting acting like you that dude, cause you ain't that guy. So I do want to give you a chance to answer that because you got a lot of heat for that. People felt like. You trying to take a stab at a family putting their son through private school or and not public school. And even mm-hmm. Regis, they didn't like his response. So can you just give us some clarity why you feel people that go to public school are tougher than people that go to private school or homeschooling? That's not what I said. That's not what I that's not what I meant. I'm saying that if I if if when you call me up when you call me a bum ass nigga, we don't teach that in private school. That's from the streets, and Devin Haney ain't from the streets. He's from he's from a, a private neighborhood. His daddy did some things. His daddy covered his life. His daddy took him away from that. And I said props to that because I would, if I could afford my kid the private education, I would have done it too. I lived I lived that life. I had brothers in my neighborhood that say Evans. Go home, man. You not you don't need to hang out with us. But I could have. Same thing he did with his son. But you don't you you would never see me out there saying, yeah, oh, you bum ass nigga. I'm not gonna do that because guess what? There's consequences when you do shit like that. So no, I, I'm not knocking his education. I'm saying be that guy. Don't act like you that guy from the street, man. Because when you say shit like that, I think you you know, I, I equate that with street shit. Absolutely. I got a couple of questions here from the people. First one is coming from Alex Vega in Florida. I saw you work with Freitas Rojas. What can you tell us about Freddie? His work in the gym, him making weight, being so tall, his immediate and long-term future. Well, Freddie Freddie is a hard worker. And like I said earlier, he will be world champion in his time. And, you know, being that tall, you rarely find us. a welterweight, his 147 pounder, that tall. He's six two, and I think he's still growing, and he still has physical maturity left, you know, in his career. So watch out for Freddie Rojas. He will be world champion. We have Rocky in Florida as well. Nine five four. He says, uh, Rocky from Florida, coach. When preparing your fighters, do you have them do more sprinting or long distance running? Thanks. Well, we do a variety of everything. When I when I'm training a fighter, any fighter, I I take on the mentality. I want my fighters to have the conditioning of a water polo, uh, wrestlers, sprinters, and marathoners. Combine those things, and we get we get a full conditioning package for a fighter. Because remember, you're moving around the ring. You got to be explosive, and you got to have some lungs, and the muscle has to recover. I got Oscar in San Antonio. Shout out to Evans. What round can he predict Regis KO's Devin? Also, you honestly don't have to be from the hood to get active or being tough. Shout out to you, Mr. Evan. Absolutely. I, I, you're absolutely right. So I don't think I'm telling you the fight's not going 10 rounds. In between mm-hmm. one and he's getting knocked out. All right, we got uh, 
Rax Ray says, since you were on the stage on behalf of Regis, what was the point of bringing up five other fighters at the press conference not named Regis? You well, brought up Tank, Shakur, and other fighters uh, well, to intimidate Devin. People well, didn't I was, understand that either. Okay, well, I said I, I, I strictly said that because, like I said, I call him a track guy because he's running from those two guys. Those particular guys are the monsters at 135. Shakur Stevenson, Javante Davis. I said, let me call, let me call Tank to see if he could tell me you're running. He'll tell me Devin Haney is running. If you ask the Court Stevens, who's from Newark, New Jersey, he's they'll tell me that he's running. That's why I mentioned those guys' names. And, and he 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 lost it. it so it's specifically just, the Shakur situation. Mm -hmm. Are you saying you would advise Regis not to take 25% of Crawford's undisputed titles? Crawford's bringing Regis Prograde five belts and 25% of the pot. What is you know, Coach I, Evans telling Regis? I, 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 don't, I don't do no negotiations. I'm not ah. that mad. You know you're smart enough to answer that one, but you also That's smart enough not to. <laughs> individual decision. <laughs> you write about that as an individual decision. Absolutely. Um, we got a few more, Coach. Uh, Rue in the 504, New Orleans. How does training a boxer differ from training another athlete? Um, depending on the sport, man. Depending on the sport. I can train any sport. You tell me the sport, and I can come with the conditioning plan. It, doesn't, it depends on the athlete and what sport they do. Juvie, why don't Regis... Progress, talk more shit like you to get the fight built up. Man, listen, it's individually. You're going to see. You'll see what happens. You'll see. He's going to be all right. He don't need to talk. He's the WBC champion. He just need to kick ass like he's been doing. 29 victories, 25 knockouts. What else could he say? SDX Renzi, if you could give a up-and-coming boxer anything, conditioning tips, what would they be? Stick to the basics. Control control your own body weight. Be strong as a gymnast. Explosive like a sprinter, and the endurance of a marathoner. Hmm. Well, coach, those are all the questions. Let me see. I think I might have got one super chat. Shout out. My boy was supposed to be. I don't know if this is for you. He says so. I guess it's more of a statement. So my boy was supposed to sit there and take the disrespect without defending himself. You got to be from the streets to demand respect. People kill me you don't have for real, for real. So he's talking about, obviously, you were demanding your respect and not allowing Devin to call you names. Uh, well, that's any man. That's any man. That's any person that's walking the face of the earth. And I just spoke I just spoke the facts. People saying, oh, he didn't know. He didn't say, oh, you don't know boxing. I spit pure facts. Everything I said was on point. Everything I said was on point. So, you know, I every man. Sorry, I had a last minute one from Adrian Ruiz. You kind of answered this. I don't know if you want to get more into detail. He says, how does, you, how does he see Regis winning the fight? Stop, knockout, man. One through 10. Knock I, I, I do need, I do want to, I do want to shout out my team, man. I got to, because I'm, I'm I'm blessed to be with be with a a bunch of a bunch of killers, man. I'm, you know, Julian Tool, Julian, Bobby Benton, 
uh, Aaron Navarro, we got Marlon Johnson, we got Benny Benji Billion, we got Declan, who's in our, our, our nutritionist, and we got Michael's our camera guy. We got his whole family, the Queen Bee, his wife, the Queen Bee, his mom, mom, dad, the whole crew, man. We this is a family thing, and there's a lot riding on the line for the Rugaroo. And come December 9th, you gotta have to come out to the Bay Area, watch it on pay-per-view, because you're gonna see a brand new Reese's program, a reinvigorated Reese's program. This kid is ready. He's tired of the boxing world, discrediting his 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 climb, and he's sick of that shit, man. So it's time to show the boxing world who the Ruru really is. And he's gonna do some damage. I promise you. I got Gator Don't Play. What fight besides the Lomachenko fight are you studying to pick up on Devin's habits? I studied every last one of them. Every last one of them. And I'm I'm telling you what I what I've seen. Devin Haney does not have a chin. And that's the man. You can't carry, you can do all the weight training, all the running and jumping you want. When that chin get touched, it's gonna be a problem. Will he hit Reese's Poker? Yes, he can hit Reese's, but he can't, he can't do nothing to stop this onslaught that's coming his way. He can't stop it. He can't stop it. Um, I got, do you think Regis can do any of the things that made you think Loma won? Listen, they're both southpaws. If you watch the fight, Loma put the pressure on Haney, and Haney couldn't handle it. So Regis is way bigger, way stronger, and he has an IQ, and he can box. The world, listen, he could box. He can do whatever he wants in that ring. That's where the people are going to be surprised thinking he's that one performance that he had in New Orleans. Come on, man. We got that guy the last week and two weeks. He's a professional fighter at this level. If you can't do the things, cut the ring off and do the things that he needs to do, come on, man. Everybody could do that. It was an off night. And you won't see that again. Bam, I bam. Promise. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Bam, bam. Uh, been a member for one month on that champ level. Says, shout out to Coach Evans. Love the confidence. Hope the words about the fight become prolific. Uh, God, no, good luck to the team. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. That, I think, let me refresh in case we get any last minute ones. Uh, we are wrapping up. With the interview, if you want to ask Evan a question, make sure you send it in immediately. But it looks like that is all of them from the people. Coach, I appreciate you coming on. Look to have you back on a little closer to the fight. And uh, wish you guys the best of luck. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me, man. This, listen, this is one of the top shows in the, in the, in the land, bro. And I'm, I'm privileged. I'm thankful. I'm blessed to be on the Boxing Voice, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was and an we'll honor to have you, man. The pleasure was all ours, and thank you for giving us an opportunity. Thank you. Thank you. All right. There all you right, have boss. it, ladies and gentlemen. Coach Evan Tubler, uh, the strength and conditioning coach of Regis Prograde, definitely made that fight and press conference a bit more exciting. Um, I mean, Regis looked fantastic in the Indongo fight. You know, the power obviously was present. And uh, if he can tap back into that. Oh, shit. That was late. I would have wish I would. You would have told me he uh, I, I'm just being told Evan could be Puerto Rican. Um, and There you go. For all the people that don't know, we got those Afro Ricans exist. 
but that looks like we got to everybody. I got Jay Swift, $2. You can't expect Devin not to come back. Don't know what you mean by not to come back, but I guess he meant not to come back with, you know, firing shots at the coach after being talked about private school and things like that. That's probably when he said whatever he said to the coach. Um, Cliff, I think you dropped off, right? So we got to go back to you. You never got to talk, right? Oh, my man, no. Nah, didn't. I was hoping you went back. I was just opening up my phone to cash app you so I could get on because the coach just got off. But um, you came to me because you, you like that. I don't even want to start trouble today. But <laughs> I, w- <laughs> yeah, but I was saying when when you was accused of shitting on tra- um, private school, that was my whole point. I didn't. I wasn't agreeing or disagreeing with him. I was just wanted the narrative on the show for all our fans to know the real truth is he was really trying to say, Devin, you're not like that. He wasn't trying to shit on um, people from our background getting an education. But that's all I wanted to say on that. Like, I, I don't really – I mean, I, I think Coach is delirious, though. <clears throat> he he He's bugging the way he feels like Regis is going to run through Devin. But we're going to find out a lot because – Devin probably will get hit. You can't swim without getting wet. He'll get hit. We're going to see if he got a chin. He will get touched somewhere during the fight. You know what I'm saying? And I expect him to survive the, survive it. I expect Devin to put on a boxing clinic. Because when he fought Loma, I feel like Devin tried to oppose his will and his size. He fought on the inside a lot. He went to the body. He fought a way I'd never seen him fight. And I felt like that yeah, was the you game know, plan for Loma. That was the game plan for Loma, bro. And 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 I was shocked. You know, I remember like yesterday that that uh Bill told me the game plan before they even fought Loma. They told me the game plan for Loma, and he was showing me physically in the parking lot how every time Loma throw a punch, Devin's going under that punch and hitting the body. They like, fuck that. Motherfuckers ain't never come to the fire. We coming to the fire. Now, it might not look good to everybody, but he did what he said he was going to do. Obviously, he didn't vocalize it because game plans is meant to be private. But Loma went to the hospital, then lied about being at the hospital to look for Devin. He went there for them ribs. He ain't been back since. He ain't been back since. Like, come on, nah. man. And he want to take a tune-up when he come back in Cambosis. Stop it. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was trying to tell a lot of people. Like, they think, oh, Devin, he ain't look good his last fight. That's just the way he decided to fight that fight. He was the bigger man, and that was he, what they felt was their, their advantage. And they got the win. And and now and, and, and uh, fuck, I forgot your name that quick. Cliff, don't forget Cliff. this. Don't forget this, Cliff. Loma ain't Regis, and Regis ain't fucking Loma. Regis don't move his feet. I'm not feet. forgetting it. No, I know. I'm just saying it in general. For people listening, like Regis cannot move like Loma. Let alone throw the amount of exactly. punches of Loma. So exactly. Even if Devin chooses to use the same style. The reflexes is not there. The power is more than Loma. So if he do get hit, he could go down. But the reflexes, you got to be able to, when Devin goes to that body and pulls out, you got to be able to catch him. You got to be able to be fast to catch him pulling out. So 
I don't know, man. We'll see. I'm interested. Hold up. Hold up. Um, If I go over my time, I'm going to send you the five because I was going to do it anyway. So I feel like Devin going to go back to the way he fought Cambosa. I feel like this could look similar to that fight. He's there. I don't know what his game plan is, but I feel like his advantages, they say – I've seen Regis is shorter than I thought, and they say he got short arms. I feel like he could stay on the outside. He could be. He can fight like he always does. Like he beat Linares. Like he beat Cambosa and give and put on yeah, a clinic gotta, and stay away from trouble. You gotta look at. You gotta look at Southpaw only fights, bro. Because you can't say he oh, gonna fight like. Were. I mean, you can't say he gonna fight like Cambosa. Cambosa was an orthodox fighter, so there's openings that's not there from a Southpaw position. That's why the coach is excited because mm. he's like, bro, he looked, he looked bad versus Loma. JoJo Diaz touched him up. JoJo's a smaller dude moving up. We a real 40. Like, they really believe Jojo they got it. JoJo was a southpaw? Yeah. I, I remember rewatching that fight because that was before I became, like, I watched at a hardcore level even though I'm a casual. And I went back and watched the JoJo fight, and he was not as impressive in that fight as he was in a Linares fight, I must say. So, I didn't, and that's why I'm learning from you and every day. So, I can't, he can't have that same approach because this man is a southpaw. Well, all right, then that, that doesn't work in his favor, but I still expect him to get the win. I mean, and he can I have like the same approach, also... Cliff. He could box if that's what you want him to do. It just ain't the same when you fight in a southpaw. Like, some southpaws is good enough that they take away the orthodox's jab, and now the, the orthodox is just pawing. He ain't snapping a jab and hitting him. He just, he got it there, and he like leaving it in his face, and Pumping it there just so he know where the South Pole what is at. Best weapon. You making a case for Regis, like that's definitely. But again, weapon. it takes the South oh. Pole. The South Pole gotta be good enough to take the Orthodox fight, fighters jab away, and get him into that pity pat shit where he's just keep touching the South Pole's glove. Every time the South Pole glove go, you see the you know. Or every time the jab hand go out, South Pole just parries and just parries and just par- like you know. Some people use their jab versus a southpaw. Some people don't. All right, I'm going to wrap it up with, with this right here. I feel like, um, for one, um, I, oh, I'm going to touch on this real quick. Devin getting um, bigger, I don't think that's going to give him a lot of power. Like, any person, like, they, oh, you gain weight, you get power. I do think it'll make him stronger, though, as far as, like, his punches ain't going to be more powerful, but he will be stronger. And I do feel like it will help him absorb more punishment. Because even me, I, I lost a lot of weight. And then I put on some weight. Like, when I'm heavier, I could take a lot more punishment than when I'm, when I'm lighter. When I'm lighter, I'm a lot quicker. But I, so I feel like this is going to help Devin from getting knocked out, that he has that extra weight. And he'll be able to absorb some punishment. But this is like a little um, test for Devin for if he ever fights Tank. Because I feel like they're similar. Tank doesn't have a high volume of punches. Neither does Regis. Mm-hmm. They both have power. And if he can get through this really, really cleanly and good and gets this win, this is going to let us know a little bit of how it would be when he fights Tank. I feel like Tank is a step up above Regis. But this is like a good little tester for him. Because they're similar. they're similar to me as far as like size and what they do best. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. Right, I got champ. Devin winning. And Devin's fighter of the year if he wins this fight. Put that down. Mm. So, to me, Tank has better reflexes than Regis um, because he's a counterpuncher, and he's a sharp, sharp counterpuncher, right? Like, 
you know, I was so impressed with what he did to Ryan. The fact that, you know, when he finally, it was like a cobra. Like when he finally struck, he fucking hit you with that paralyzing, poisonous, venomous bite. And it was over, you know, and that's kind of what he did to Ryan. And that's where his counter punching ability is at. I don't know that that's Regis. Regis to me is more of a worker. You know, he's a worker, a dude that's going to wear you down, you know, give you mad punches, you know, power, not 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 high output when I say mad punches. I'm talking about hit you with power punches, uh, a lot of power punches and, and wear you down. I, I, I wanted to bring up the whole Richardson Hitchens thing with the coach just to see what his thoughts was on, 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 on Regis saying Zepeda's his biggest win, but that he won't fight. Hitchens, who is obviously the, has the same biggest win, but I ain't really know how to, you know, articulate it in a way that it is it it doesn't come off offensive or sound like I'm trying to insinuate he's ducking. But you know the thing is that I I would like an answer other than you know I'm looking for bigger fights. You feel me, like? But we'll see, because they might still be an option. If Devin beats Regis, I mean, Regis still has fights left on his contract. You know, uh, that's a natural fight would be Regis and Hitchens next if Hitchens doesn't get the winner for whatever reason. But it sounds like Hitchens might get Liam Bottle if Liam Bottle beats Montana Love. Um... Looks like nobody's on the phone line. We got Louisiana special feature on Discord. Talk to us. Discord. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. Special feature. You might have to jump out, jump back in. While we wait for him to connect, go ahead and smash that thumbs up button. Remember, we're back at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 7 p.m. Eastern. We're going to have Paul Crow, welterweight Paul Crow on the show. Welterweight Vito Minalecki on it. Actually, I think Vito moved up, right? Didn't he move up to 54? We got to double check, but we're going to have both of those guys on the show. If you're interested, remember, you can head on over to our Patreon and drop them each a question. And we will, like today, read off your question, name first, and uh, let our guests know what you are asking them. You can do that on our members. You can do that on our... Patreon page as well. Uh, my name is Nesta Gibbs. Instagram and Twitter at NestGTO. Try and miss the special feature again. Check, check. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, champ. You won't seem to be working. Let me see. We're going to give him a sec. To try and connect to the greatest show. If you haven't already dropped us a five-star review on iTunes, go ahead and do that. You can do that while you're sitting on the toilet. You know what I mean? It's going to help TBV get bigger. 
So we certainly need that special feature. Are you there? Hello. Jump out, jump back in, champ. I done restarted my Discord to make sure it wasn't on my end. Come back in, and we're going to try it again. Special feature. Trying you again. Nah, you ain't you ain't connecting today, champ. Hello. Alright, man. We going out the Rex. In the meantime, in between time, special feature. Try it again. Jump out, jump back in. All I can say, man. That's all I can say. Check, check. Ew. What up, JT in Chicago? What up, Ness? How you doing, sir? Chilling, chilling. You on the you on the LO? Yeah, solo dolo. Scarface, no Manolo. Hardest working man in Boston, I'm telling you, bro, on these streets. Starting that product. Ew. Let's do it. Um I got a Bro, I, I need to jump on this betting thing with you guys, bro. I'm slipping, man. Um, again, I'm requesting again if you could do a one year payment. I'm down for the one year payment. Set you up. You could a do setup. that on Patreon. Like you could do that on Patreon. Uh, and get the I betting, get the betting show. show. I'm trying to get the betting show. I don't want you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I no, love you the stuff too, but the you'll get you'll get the betting show. You just won't get it live. Oh, okay. You only get it live through the YouTube. Through the YouTube, but there's no yearly option there. It's month to month. I, I, I'm gonna have to jump on. I, I, I picked up a good win on Saturday. I, I picked up the, the, um, uh, the upset five bucks, maybe like seventy five dollars or something like that, real quick. You know what I mean? With Stantilian. Uh, what's up? With Stantilian. Yeah, I bet. Oh, yeah, nice. with the Rocha fight. Nice. But I'm going to tell you something. I don't know if you paid attention in the beginning, Ness. It wasn't Roach's night. The music for the entrance got fucked up. Like, it was like a mess. I was like, yo, this is not looking good for Rocha. Mm. He took like 15 minutes to walk out. You know, it was like a you could smell in the air like it's not his night. He he got out. He got he just got mauled up. It was a buzzsaw. Um, anything for this weekend? What's going on this weekend? Except the Fury, right? The Fury's what's going on. Nah, um, we got the Amanda Serrano maybe? card. We got the Oshaki. It's a lot of boxing this weekend. It's three cards this weekend. The Fury card, the Amanda Serrano card, the Oshaki Foster card. And what's the other one? What's that one top rank? No, no top rank this week. Okay. All right. What's up with this girl that's fighting Amanda Serrano? Serrano got miles on her. I love her, but she got miles. Yeah, I don't know. I'm probably not betting that fight because this is the first fight she's getting three rounds, uh, three-minute rounds and 12-minute, 12 12-round, 12 three-minute rounds, 12-round fight. They looking for her to get the stoppage, you know? Like, that's the whole purpose of this shit. So, I don't know. I don't know nothing about the other girl. All right, I'm going to throw it up in the air. The last three fights that I bet on women, I bet on draw, and I won. Uh, it was the... Uh, Cast Killer with a British girl. I put the bet on that one for the draw, and I won on that one. And also, I won on another one. Was uh, what's her name? The uh, the the Norwegian, uh, the first lady of boxing, 
And whoever fought, I got that. So I'm going to throw a little draw on it. Just throw it up in the air, a little sprinkle. Dollar Ness, always looking out. Great show. Appreciate you, Chicago. Stand up. If you want a landline, now is the time. Hit that one button one time. That's going to let me know you're ready to rock and roll, and I will go to you. And on that note, we are wrapping up. Nest GTO, Instagram, and Twitter. Till the next one.